0: if you want to participate in our drafts we should be able to get about three drafts in we'll talk some stacks we like for the draft app and um you know for the slate in general there's not a ton of pitching on the slate so there's a lot of different ways to go um we are running the rg badge promotion as well um over there on DraftKings. it's going to be a contest if you finish in the top 10 you're going to win some swag and you're going to win um some free premiums so if you wear the RG badge and finish in the top 10, so you got to wear the RG badge finish in the top 10 in the contest and uh, you can win some swag and a free month of premium. So if you haven't, um, I think Devin's going to drop the link um, in chat. So Tony, ready to do a draft here and um, you know, maybe talk some big brother. I'm ready. All right, let's go. Let's create a 10 man here. I got you popped up here. Um, There we go. Let's see. It looks like it's going to fill pretty quick here. So we'll get a draft going. Um, Let's just – let's generally talk about this slate, uh, Tony. You know, I I know you are a guy that loves to look at the Vegas odds. You like to look at the weather and stuff like that. There's a lot of high totals on this slate. Um, Which total is standing out to you the most right now?
1: Yeah, so tonight – is it's an interesting slate just because there's a little bit of weather too. Like it's the same as last night with the Philadelphia game right out of the gate. I need to I need to look at the updated weather thing. But what what is what's Ross saying about this Philadelphia game?
0: Nah, I've been to wait until he does his normal like five five o'clock post, a six o'clock post, and um I got to go grocery shopping after the show with my wife, and I'll come back and I'll look at the weather. I have everything pretty much figured out already, so. Just kind of see what he says, watch crunch time. And um, it doesn't look great, but it didn't look great yesterday and they got the game in. So we'll just have to kind of see how it is.
1: And both those first two games kind of shaped the slate a little bit too because they're both high total games. They both have pitching that could get beat up at least three of the four guys. And I mean, right now it's yellow, orange, orange, yellow for the weather, but they both, for the most part, a lot of these games have been playing once they, once they look like they're going to try to play. So depending on those two games, if you throw those two out, there, there's a few other games that are low scoring, like the Giants, obviously in that park, two decent pitchers, you got Blake Snell going against, I mean, I think he's like a, a total lock on this slate just because I hate Toronto. Like is this draft starting up
0: here? Yeah, we got it starting up. Snell went number one overall. So um I could I could certainly see that on this slate. Just going ahead and locking in your pitcher. Um the total and you know, we kind of chatted about it before the show, uh the total that stands out to me is the Washington Atlanta game. Ten and a half total, super hot in Atlanta. Um, you know, every time it starts to get this time of the year and it starts to warm up in Atlanta, it's just one of those things where This is when it's stacking season in Atlanta right now.
1: I can't wait to like,
0: it doesn't feel
1: like it's going to be that popular. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but it's super hot. Atlanta's never a team. People really like to stack on these bigger slates with lots of teams. We got cores on the slate. Obviously we got other, other teams that people like to play. I'm not saying they're going to be unowned, but I don't think they're going to be as high-owned as they should be. When I mean, it's hot in Atlanta. Like, that ball is going to be flying out of the park, and I'm excited about Atlanta for sure.
0: Yeah, you know, that obviously stands out. You talked about the Marlins-Giants game. I don't hate either pitcher in that game. I think Bumgarner's upside is really limited. Um, But I actually like Pablo Lopez quite a bit on salary formats. You know, he's certainly the guy that I'm looking at as an SP2 to kind of play with Blake Snell um you know looking at the the Coors game um obviously a lot of people are gonna look at the cores game tonight it's a good spot right like you know when you look at it Robbie Ray where he struggles his right-handed power bats the bats you want to play in those Rockies lineup right now with Blackman out or the power righties and then Jeff Hoffman everything we read was like oh he looks really good in AAA and then he came back and he was just terrible and it's, Arizona's been smashing so like not like one of those nights where you can feel really good if you're not going to play course.
1: Yeah, I mean Coors is one of those weather spots too that I, w- I want to dig a little more into as the afternoon goes because it looks like it might be kind of cold and windy there. I, I don't know. I need to I need to look into it, but yeah. Cold, the, as far as the pitching and matchups though, taking the weather out of it, like it looks as good as ever, and I want it to be too because I want Atlanta as low owned as possible. And who'd you just take in that draft? I took Story. Yeah. Did you take it did you take a picture or you haven't picked again yet? No,
0: I didn't take a picture. Pretty much the pictures are gone. I wanted uh Freddie Freeman on the way back. I was gonna try to get Story Freeman. Um, but obviously that that didn't work out. So, you know, I might take Pablo Lopez here and just kind of get a picture that's decent. Um if I don't take Lopez, I'm not taking a picture to my last pick, so this dude, if this dude takes um, Lopez, then it's just going to be like whoever's left a pitcher, I'll take and take another pick. like big Ronaldo bat. a decent
1: amount too, especially in the salary cap format.
0: Upside, right? Like we're, we're searching for upside today. And like, yeah, Lopez, Ronaldo Lopez could get shelled here. But, you know, when we're looking for upside, yeah. you know, he, he has some strikeout upside. So yeah, he could I, definitely I get shelled. Kansas City,
1: I feel like, always shells me
0: that's so tilting too like
1: <laughs> right it's when not, like, but they just always get to you
0: they they have so much young talent like they just need like one or two guys like O'Hearn needs to go back to what he was doing last year like Solaire has massive power they have so much power in that lineup compared to like the years past where it was like Hosmer and those guys oh yeah just so much more so much more upside and big uh, country yeah, remember can't... big country <laughs> He was definitely part of the Three X Club too.
1: (laughs) Three X Clubs, it's a good club to be in.
0: Yeah, man, I have no issues with um, you know sharing a club with you and beer maker. So, oh, and I guess it's Crane too. Um, You know, that's that's four little sharp dudes. And by little, I mean (laughs) the chief. Oh yeah, the chief. Man, we got a nice little five man going here. Like. Good luck beating that five man, five on five basketball. You better shoot 3s i We'll bring it in the hole, right, Tony? Oh, there's no doubt. Um, yeah. So this slate, it's obviously interesting. You know, the more I look at the slate, the more I think I'm only going to play like three teams. It's not a slate that I want to like play a ton of teams. Um pretty much know what I'm going to do at pitching and you know, I want exposure to the Philly game. I want exposure to cores and then I want an Atlanta stack. So I kind of know where my three teams are going to go on the slate as well. So it's just one of those slates where you feel like you have everything figured out and you know, you, you go to bed and you wake up and it's like, Oh, I got crushed.
1: <laughs> this, this Arizona lineup just came out too. And it's like pretty bad. <laughs> they got LaCastro and the one hole, Vargas. They got Kevin Cron in the five hole oh
0: he's playing today and they got Swyhart in the six it's just a
1: weird lineup i don't know if it's bad or good but it's weird
0: i hope that makes it less popular right like you know Swyhart's a guy that has a little bit of pop uh crone is cj crone's brother i'm pretty sure and he he's had some nice triple a like um home run power so and that guy that's bad lead off um he's really cheap on uh FanDuel. Um, so yeah, you could play him. I had Vargas already in my lineup, so I actually like that. So um, yeah,
1: I sometimes I like it when when you hear everyone talk about how bad a lineup is when it's kind of a chalky spot. I always like the greaseball lineup because it, these guys are still good and they're still in the same good matchup.
0: Yeah, like it, without like Marte in there and stuff, like it's going to be a lot less popular. You would think too. So still, yeah. Jeff Hoffman is still Coors Field. Um, how was They're he popular last time? I heard a
1: lot of people talking him up. What, what you, you heard a lot? I of talked
0: people? him. I talked him up too. Um, I'm not gonna lie. So like, Who were I'm they all, playing? What was
1: the? It was that they course, were
0: playing. Right? They were playing Baltimore in Baltimore, and he had like he'd like had like two or three AAA games where he had like big strikeout numbers in a row, and I don't know. It was just it. It was everything that you're reading was he could be back to where he was when he was a top prospect. I, I don't know if you knew that about him, but. He's a guy that's a pretty high prospect, so you know. The I, funny yeah.
1: thing about him is I used to think his name was Jed. I'd always call him Jed Hoffman. And and then I found out one day on that we were doing a show with Cheese and he said his name's Jeff.
0: I was calling him the wrong name the whole time. Yeah, he didn't mind it. Um obviously. Dyson's out of lineup and Walker's out of lineup too. Um, it's interesting. an interesting
1: lineup. It it looks weird to me. I like it though. I, I agree with what you said. I kind of like it more now. I love crowning the five-hole, obviously, like that. Somebody
0: just whoever, – whoever this dude is in our draft just took uh, Kettle Marte after we just got done talking about him not being in the lineup.
1: <laughs> so, uh, right after the draft, can he pick whoever
0: he wants on the, the baseball format? No, because he took him when he was already out, oh. like, right? I'm pretty I sure – I don't know how it works
1: far that,
0: yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, I'm almost positive you can't swap if you draft an out player. Yeah, that's so. how it should be but the draft started when he wasn't out. So maybe like, you know, maybe they give it or he's able to edit it or not, but we just got done saying, you know, (laughs) he's
1: obviously not watching it with us.
0: I know that that's you should be watching the show. Like, you know, we're, we're giving out all the the windmill picks here. (laughs) So like, so let's say you you go to the live final uh, Tony that you qualified for yesterday. Do we get a big T windmill on a top three or does it have to be a win? We got to be in
1: contention. I mean, we'll if we're in the top three and it's late and like we need a, a big poke and we get a big poke, we'll, we'll get a little windmill action. It's I don't know not if like you got- a big poke to get third though. Like I got to be in third with a chance to to increase.
0: I had um I had a team finish seventh in the ten dollar NASCAR tournament this past weekend, um yeah. and I, it was a unique team and it had Keselowski and he cut a tire really late in the race and everything and it was just like. I was I was ready to windmill in Victory Lane. I told you, I always told you, Tony. If I ever if I ever oh, that,
1: that would make my day. If I seen that, it's coming. It was, it was unique in the the big tournament too. So if the it big was big tournament, gone.
0: yeah, I've been a hundred k. Yeah, I would I would have that would be been... windmill worthy for sure. I would have done a few of them. I would have grabbed some cokes. <laughs> yeah, drove really back fun. to the hotel, all sticky. Don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter when you got that hundred
1: stacks in your pocket. It doesn't matter what what
0: happens. Yeah, I pay somebody to wash my car or clean up my car.
1: Making <laughs> <You laughs> to NASCAR too is tough, man. That would have been really impressive.
0: Yeah, I had um, I actually had quite a bit of unique teams this past weekend. I went really, I went really heavy on uh, Corey LaJoy, and he was like five percent, and um, he was one of the highest scoring drivers, so it actually worked out. But uh, if you guys have any questions about the baseball slate, we'll answer some questions as we're drafting here. If you want to get involved in the next draft, make sure you follow me at StevieTPFL on the draft app. If you didn't already hear about the cool badge promo, go to com slash badge to get the badge. Um, and that way you can participate in the, in the contest. If you finish in the top 10 in the contest with the badge, you'll get a free month of Rotogrinders premium. Plus you'll get some swag. Congratulations to last month's winner, Judge Landis. Um, you know, that was really cool. So make sure you're checking your DMS on RG and um, that way you can see if you're, able to uh, ever win some swag and stuff so um if you haven't checked that out devin will post the link in the con in the chat um if you're over there on the youtube feel free to ask questions as well is tpfl is in tampa florida yes when i made my screen name a long long time ago i was playing semi-pro baseball in tampa and that's where it came from so tony are you excited about the uh, new season of big brother um i haven't seen no, too man. many previews for it but last season yeah. was really good yeah, I liked it, and,
1: uh, yeah, I just wanted to be i wanted to be a bunch of new people or all-stars. I've been waiting for all-stars, and I, I don't think it's going to happen again this time, but I, I want that. Like, I don't – other people don't – I don't want one old person. I don't want four returnees. I want all or none. Like, give me all new people or all all-stars. I hate when they – like, Paul coming back, like, it was just so dumb that season, whatever it was, two seasons ago. He was absolutely dominant. It, and he just it was embarrassing like i felt bad for the rest of the people just getting straight abused well tyler was
0: dominant last year like he, he was good it know, was a good he,
1: season he, though like it, there was a lot of people that you you wouldn't be too disappointed if they won
0: Yeah. do you watch i don't know do you watch the challenge oh of course I love uh, the challenge. The, man like this year is like i so me and my wife watch it And I kept telling her, I was like, "They're not getting rid of Turbo. This dude's a beast." Um, Just they let him float. Like, how do you let a guy like Turbo float, man? Like, I
1: don't know how they didn't notice it. Like, they didn't think they didn't realize how good he was, and he had the perfect like. He only got in one like argument, and he was just defending himself. And he's just good, man. Didn't he win Survivor twice too in Australia
0: or something? Oh, I didn't know that. That that wouldn't shock me either.
1: I'm pretty sure he's a two-time champion of Survivor in Australia or somewhere, wherever it was, and he's just—he's just good. You could tell.
0: That doesn't shock me at all. Um, that was a
1: good season of the Challenge too. Like, really, really good.
0: Yeah, I'm a huge bananas fan, so I always hate seeing him get knocked out early. But um, you know, he's obviously living the life now um, with the—I can't even think of her name. Who? Um, Morgan Wylett. Oh uh,
1: yeah they're together oh yeah i see them in like all the pictures yeah he's definitely living the dream there that
0: whoo yeah right. they post a lot on instagram so and yeah
1: he's definitely doing well i'll, I'll
0: say that i was i was happy to see like if some of the veterans come back it was a good season like ct came back west came back like yeah. i like when Wes and bananas are in the house together because i'm a fan of both of theirs and they don't like yeah. each other and it's like legit not liking each other so you know yeah. i wasn't I wasn't a huge fan of the season before that. Like, Tony and Bananas on the same team, um, you know, it was kind of weird. But let's talk about these teams that we just got done drafting, and then we'll do another draft here. Uh, your team, Walker Buehler, Swanson, Donaldson, Marquez, and Lo Castro. So you went Atlanta stack with the leadoff hitter in Arizona with Walker Buehler. You were able to get one of the top three pitchers on the slate. Um, I'm sure you feel pretty good about this team getting your stack and the you know one of the top pitchers here.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wanted to for sure get a pitcher because I think I mean besides Snell, I think Bueller might be my number two. Just looking at the list, I don't. Syndergaard just always he's solid, but I don't I don't know. Yeah, I mean to get a top pitcher and then Atlanta's my top stack. I got three, not my favorite three Braves, but three of my top Braves. And then I wanted to get at least one Arizona guy after we talked about that lineup. I think on draft, Arizona is going to have nice value with this lineup because the guys are going to be ranked way lower, right? Did, did they get updated as the lineup gets updated?
0: Yeah, they'll get projections now. But I, I really wish like I wasn't on the show because I would have posted a ton of drafts right now and just picked up a bunch of three-mans with like Crone because I, I do think he has a lot of pop. So my team over here, um, I went Pablo Lopez story crone Desmond Ozuna I wanted a fourth Arizona bat but I didn't really feel great about taking an Arizona bat over Ozuna um, but yeah. you know I, I like your team better uh, I, I like the fact that I got some cores bats in there but I like the fact that you have Bueller I think you outscore me by pitcher by five to eight points and I think your hitters can get the job done as well uh, but we're both on the Braves so um don't hate this team you know crone has a 0.6 projection so if you're playing on draft right now you could definitely take advantage of that um let's do another draft here uh you want to let's let's mix this one up let's do uh hitters only on this one okay i gotta remember how to do it though oh here it is so yeah let's do hitters only this you know i think we can do hitters there it is Oh, did they get rid of the hitters only
1: i i think it's on there but i don't they might not have i'm
0: not yeah i don't see it so we got to do standard um so we'll do a 10 man standard um you ready to go here let me invite you
1: hopefully i got we got
0: burger yeah no filled pretty quick last time so um we got a couple questions in chat we'll answer those as jennifer's in here man we got the rake paid for for this draft um that's what
1: i miss about these drafts is getting siege in there i miss those siege bucks those things were easy in these drafts
0: devin's in here too like we really got the rake paid for like devin i guess that's
1: like stealing that feels i know you could
0: like mute our mic at any point if you really wanted to but um, um all right so You know, we have a couple questions here in chat. Um, Favorite stacks tonight? We kind of went over that at the beginning. I guess we could talk about it really quick again. I think Arizona is my top stack tonight. Um, Looking at the lineup, I think it'll be a little bit lower on than I originally expected. So, really like Arizona. Um, I really like the Braves, and I really like that whole – Philadelphia lineup if this weather is okay because this Cabrera guy does not project to be a very very good pitcher so um, I really like those three you want to give me a couple stacks that you like Tony
1: yeah I'm definitely going highest on the Braves like we said Arizona I wasn't going to play Coors I'm just not much of a Coors guy but I love Arizona now that it's got the weird lineup especially Crone so like one thing, for example, that I know I'm going to do right away just by seeing the lineups, I can't play Freddie Freeman and Crone on DK. I think they're both first base. So on a site like FanDuel, I'll take advantage of that and play a bunch of both of them since I don't think a lot of people will do that. It's a weird combo to do, but it gets you nice leverage on the field and two of the better plays on the slate, I think so. I like that, and then one team that I think could be lower owned than they should be is Houston against Hendricks. I just don't like Hendricks that much. I don't like Houston's lineup all that much, but I do like a lot of the guys the upside, and I, I think they could get to Hendricks a little bit tonight.
0: Yeah, um, I certainly don't mind that. I don't mind Hendricks on the other side too. Like I, I don't mind you know playing a little bit of Hendricks. His upside's limited. Um, I like Wade Miley in that game. I've been playing Wade Miley a lot recently. Ever since I did a deep dive on him last year and realized, like, just how good, and you know, his cutter had become, so. He just
1: doesn't give up any, like, hard contact at all. Like, it's just all soft contact.
0: Yeah, like, that cutter, man. Like, you know, we, we saw it, and I'm not comparing the two by any means, but, like, we saw it with Mariano, Mara, I can't say it, Rivera. Yeah, Mariano. Mariano. Uh, man, I couldn't – Anyway, um Rivera for how long with a cutter, like just absolutely dominating baseball. So um Pino obviously just like,
1: took I gotta interrupt you because our, our freaking boy D train just took Robbie Ray in the first round. What? <laughs> D train, come on. I told you the rake was paid for in this draft. <laughs> Unmute yourself and let us know what's happening here. Come on. Yeah, like what we, we need pick? we
0: need to know the scoop on Robbie come
1: Ray. On, Ray.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Mute that back up. <laughs> <laughs> don't unmute your mic again. Recent trends. Oh, no. Oh, no. The first round. Oh, oh man. <laughs> D-train. Oh, man. I really don't want Syndergaard, and I really don't want to take Lopez I was again.
1: looking at Cinder I'm like, I'm not taking him. <laughs> I'm just
0: going to wait. I, I'm going to take Acuna going to
1: oh, take Oh, your, no, I, I knew you were about, gonna, I thought I going to get I knew you had got a Brave
0: stack there, yeah. Um, I
1: had Freddie, and I, I thought
0: for sure I was going to get a Kuna. Yeah. Uh, so what happens when we're both on something here. Um, oh, man. That's funny. Got to get the tube socks, Abby, up in this draft. Uh, does Mangone have a tube socks, Abby? Oh, it's it's good. It's real good. Oh, no not it has it can't be as good as the baby dean from yesterday though i don't know if you saw that floating around by chop um that was that was
1: good i don't know if it's better than the tube socks one though the two oh sock. really all right i've mean, oh. seen the tube socks no it's not that's not mangon's tube socks it's who just, has tubes you know the disney picture of our boy the siege with the with the socks in the in the picture with manny Oh,
0: I played top golf with him that night.
1: <laughs> At that
0: same night? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I didn't I totally way over my head. It did like
1: it never even <laughs> It's even funnier when you see Man Gone have a good team in, in the DK or something and you see the that is the logo on DK. Oh <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> well he's not winning any RG swag then. Uh he doesn't have that RG badge. <laughs> <laughs> tube steaks dude i I pretty much eat any kind of steak i don't it's a tube steak you don't
1: get to the triple x club hating steak
0: yeah like you know tony and crane call me on xm all the time and um, i'm you know eating steak or something (laughs) i think it was i think it was a beer one night i think it was beer and crane like called me and i was like in the middle of like a family dinner
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's
1: how it's done the minor league hockey game was the best one you're oh just, it's so loud i can barely out. hear you
0: guys <laughs> i like went outside the stadium i could barely i still could barely hear you guys um but minor league hockey is fun I'm, have you ever been to a minor league hockey game? i've
1: never been to a regular hockey game
0: you never to a regular see i don't like watching hockey on tv i'm not a hockey person i watch the hockey playoffs i think it's fun to watch i think it's intense but like hockey in person, like a minor league hockey game is like a minor league baseball game. You can sit like right by the field for twenty bucks, so like it's just it's fun because it's That's sloppy kid too oh yeah, so no, we've sat like on the glass with my daughter before she had a blast, so I love um we have the Dort- Daytona Tortugas um like right by us they're a single a team for the- um uh, the Cincinnati Reds, so your reds um up there, but um go to the games all the time i'm glad the summer's back and we can go to games they have they have belly buster night on mondays tony all you can eat pizza and hot dogs see now that i'm in for something like that yeah uh who is the best griller at rotor grinders griller yeah who who do you think has the i mean it's
1: got to be a member of the triple x club for sure
0: yeah, they said grill there. They didn't say smoker. I would say the smoker would probably be Josh ADHD. Um he always posts pictures about smoking some meat. Um <laughs> I don't it's probably me, Tony or Big Beer. Like like Tony just said it's probably one of the big guys. Yeah. I grew beer, out, like has got week.
1: some years on us. It's got to be Beer probably. He's, he's a little he's got more more experience. He's he's an old man. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he probably has all kinds of beer, burger recipes. So, <laughs> you know, you know, when you open up uh, Beer Makers fans grill, like he's cooking a burger with a, with a damn beer in it to make it like, perfect. oh yeah, like no, no, no doubt. Right. Like no doubt. I haven't heard from Beer Maker ever since his
1: Milwaukee team. He got all those Kenny Powers gifts on Twitter and he went in hiding on me.
0: <laughs> oh grant said he's not a big guy like why is he not being included like you gotta you gotta show up us. to rg parties like why weren't you at a super bowl party like you know i mean yeah, yeah he, he was not hiding on us beer is probably grilling in minus two degree, 10 degree <laughs> weather <That's
1: laughs> with the sandals on with the sandals on can't you picture that too with like snow oh yeah back his, his sandals are out there in the snow
0: <laughs> oh yeah so, I'm going to go a little off the board here. I'm going to take Max Muncy against Syndergaard. He's been, like, you know.
1: I actually like the Dodgers a little against Syndergaard.
0: Yeah, like, some of his velocity is down on his secondary stuff, and I think that's a lot of the reason that we're seeing him get beat up a little. So, it's tough. Uh, we've said it a couple times, if you guys have any um, – questions in chat uh just throw them in chat me and tony answer and we're just you know doing some drafts over here if you want to participate in the next draft follow me over there stevie TPFL. if you have not signed up on draft go over there sign up use the promo code grinders um it's fun like you you, we're sitting here bsing and doing drafts and like this is what i do like i'll be my my daughter have dance and she'll be at dance class and i'll be waiting in the lobby and i'll just pull up draft and i'll just start pounding away some drafts so that's my favorite part, honestly.
1: As a dad, going to the different things we gotta go to. Like I lo- I love doing the one that drafts when you're just
0: sitting there waiting. Yeah, like what else are you gonna do? Like, you know, you're just nothing. nothing. You're, you're gonna have...
1: scroll through like Twitter, Facebook, or you're gonna do yep. a draft.
0: You can scroll through Twitter and do a draft at the same time. It's actually um yeah. you know, something that's pretty simple. So Grant said we got him good. Um <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we did. I'm doing I'm doing a podcast with him tonight. So um yeah, you know, I gotta be. I gotta be nice to him a little bit here. So, God, my team uh-huh. is this time. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, I'm back in like these ten mans on today's slate. Like, I feel like if you're back in the back end, like I'm taking whatever pitcher is going to be available here, and I I'm not gonna like anything that's there. So, it's just this is a weird team. Like, you know, your team Freeman, Crone, Markakis. Like, you're pretty I, much in the same boat. I have no pitcher.
1: Like, I just hate my team. I don't like. I do like Ronaldo a little bit. I guess I can take him. Uh, I mean, I just yeah. I don't. I don't like my team near as much this time. You got to get that pitcher in these things. That's why the hitter only would be way better.
0: Yeah. So like, you should have waited. Um, you should have waited a little bit there on your uh, pitcher rookie move um, oh. because nobody else needed a pitcher but me, and I pick after you.
1: But all the hitters like. They're all the same to me right now. I'm gonna get um, my guy. The guy I want. I have. I've had. I have a star on right now, and no one's gonna take him for sure. He's a course bat. And if someone takes him now, I'm gonna be pissed. Oh no! Your points gonna be. Your points gonna be <laughs> proven. But I don't think anyone's gonna take him. How do I know? I don't even know how to tell who other people have picked. I'm not fast enough when I'm talking and. Going to the draft. There's
0: it, a teams button um that you can look at and it, can sh- it shows you what people need and you can see everybody's teams. Grant's going
1: to take my guy too. He's going to he's going to take it as a challenge now that I said someone's going to take my guy.
0: Yeah, like everybody needs outfielders. Um I need a pitcher and the guy behind me needs an infielder. So, uh be interesting to see yeah. how this, you know, kind of shapes up here. But yeah, if you hit the teams button, if you have an iPhone, which I know you do cuz you're Absolutely. team Apple, um you know you can see right here on the right hand side that um you can if you hit teams you can see what everybody has and you can see
1: what that's a nice little graph for you too
0: yeah is it that's nice though like it's something that they've um added over um you know the last couple i don't i guess it was like last year so everyone Uh, has
1: the outfielder need too uh
0: mangon wants to know if the print factory pod is up yet
1: we once we get off i sent it to the d train right as we started this show so i'm guessing it'll be up in a little bit it's a good one too we we got a lot of good info on there basketball yeah for the finals preview oh ho, ho, who you got
0: you got golden state
1: i've been going back and forth but i finally picked i picked golden state I, I wanted to pick toronto i wanted to and then the more i thought about it i just couldn't pull the trigger i, I think golden state
0: uh i'm gonna take wade miley (laughs) wade miley that's my picture in this one um yeah i think i like golden state as well like i think it goes like six games though um i I think people are underestimating saying that like golden state's gonna sweep them i don't think that happens
1: wilson pit wilson loves toronto so he really that's interesting he he's pretty good with that nba stuff
0: toronto wins we're getting some chat um takes now like my thing is Tony I know you, you watch way more basketball than I do who do you think they're gonna put Kawhi on with Durant out
1: I think they're just gonna that's one of the reasons I don't like Toronto as much because I like them when they can put them on somebody and Golden State really doesn't have that guy I guess they could put him on like Draymond and just try to slow him down like the playmaking ability but I don't know like I kind of think they might just put him on like Iggy and just let him kind of roam a little bit I don't I don't I don't know I want to know who they're going to put on Draymond I think is the key to the series as crazy as that sounds like I don't think they have a guy outside of Kawhi to put on Draymond
0: yeah that'd be interesting to see um obviously you know like I said you watch more than I do I just know how good Curry is and it doesn't matter who's trying to guard him he's just going to make baskets so um. All right, let's look at your team here, Tony. Uh, Lopez, Freeman, Krohn, Marquecas, Swihart, uh, Braves, Arizona stack. with Ronaldo Lopez, we've kind of already talked about it. When you're in the back end of this draft, you know, you're just trying to get some type of stack to make up for the pitching that you're going to get.
1: I'm going to play Ronaldo a lot in salary cap format tonight, too. I should say that. I just don't like him in the format where – other people can have Blake Snell on their team, and
0: I have to play Ronaldo one versus one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like you're in a tough spot if you got to do that.
0: Yeah, it's not not easy. So, <laughs> um, you know, looking at my team here, my team's terrible. Wade, Wade Miley, Trevor, Story, Max, Muncie, Acuna, and Jock Peterson. Even though Jock probably goes yard tonight uh, because that's what he does, it's still like man, that team's just bad. Like we're we gonna get the Jock jams tweet. Uh, like you know i got a bunch of them going now we got jock jams we got vogelbaum but i won't i won't give just normal jock tweets anymore because he hits so many of them now like they got to be bombs like you know they have to be big ones so he hit a big one the other day oh my gosh did he ever <laughs> like not I, who who did it better though did you know did you see biggio's first home run like it, he mashed that ball I don't think it was as far as that other one. That other one was
1: like, it still hasn't landed.
0: Yeah, Dietrich had some bombs yesterday, too. Like, Dietrich's a man. Yeah, he is. All right, let's do one more draft here. We have time for one more before we head off. And um, I got to go grocery shopping. It's so much fun. So, uh, you know, I hate grocery shopping. But you got you to gotta suck it up every once in a while um, when your wife's pregnant. Uh, yeah. You ready to go?
1: Absolutely.
0: I'm still trying to talk her into Jock Jams as being the name of our kid, but you know she's not having first it. name,
1: middle name Jock jams,
0: yeah, man, jock right. jam's young, like perfect, get like, it, I'm trying, you gotta I'm make the deal it. if it's a boy, you get or you already know it's a boy right, yeah, it's a boy, huh? oh, you should have
1: made the deal before you guys knew, say if it's a boy, I get a name, and no matter what, if it's a girl, you can name her, no
0: matter what. Man, we're in the back end of this draft again. Um, How do we never get up? for
1: It's like when I used to do him with DB and he'd get the number one hole every single time.
0: DB yeah. runs good. He runs really good on these drafts, that's for sure. Um, so DB's
1: out He He's popping champagne somewhere about that the big deal yesterday.
0: Yeah, what a deal. Um, awesome, wow. awesome deal for RG. Awesome deal for the industry in general. Like, you know, not just because we work for RG, but great sure. deal to see, like, you know, companies from overseas wanting to get involved in the u.s companies so i'm Absolutely. pumped about it because overseas the first thing i think about is formula one and i'd love to do some betting content on formula one so i'm pumped um like me some formula one big t i don't know i know you're you've gotten into the nascar a little bit but um only because
1: of you i give you all the credit
0: I know, but, like, we got to get you out to a race. Like, that's, gotta, that's I, like my
1: goal. I said, when it comes to Kentucky, you can get I know, I just –
0: so. It's Kentucky's such a tough race. Like, we're going to have to get you – Yeah, but well,
1: that, the race has nothing to do with what we're going to do. We're going to get out and have some fun, too.
0: <laughs> no, I meant, like, the, where the timing of that race oh, is, is tough for me. Yeah. There's so.
1: only one race here?
0: Yeah. So, Snell, number a- one overall, again – So as the more I do these drafts, the more I think I'd take Snell one, Bueller two.
1: Yeah, like I think Snell is just the easiest number one pick ever. Like he's just I love his spot tonight. I mean I do like Bueller too, but I like Snell way more. Toronto just doesn't scare me at all. I I don't know. How could you take Arenado that early? I just don't get it.
0: Because he's a beast against left handed pitching.
1: you're not going to get a pitcher I, these hitters it's baseball that's what we love about baseball and and what makes it high variance like yeah there's two two top pitchers in my mind today and i just couldn't imagine taking a hitter over one of them
0: yeah i i get it i i don't disagree with you um i think i like i said i would have taken bueller number two uh, i think you take arenado three um i have no issues with that but yeah. I'd take Snell, Bueller, and figure out the rest once. There's so many good offenses, too. Like, yeah. even taking Definitely. one of those two, like, you made a really good team with your first team, and you had yeah. Bueller. So, like, there's a lot of different ways to go.
1: Yeah, there's so many offers. Like, I, I could stack any, like, three or four teams, and I'd feel okay about my team tonight. So, like, these Arizona guys are elite, and they're not going to go very high. I'm liking Arizona more and more.
0: Yeah, like have you have you built a team on FanDuel yet? Oh buddy, like you I can play Snell in Arizona that. today. Yeah. I'm going to do like, it. I think they going to be pretty popular. I get Freddie gone. Freeman finally. Oh, and you
1: take Freeman in front of me. This is yeah. I'm not going Listen, well. I've been
0: trying to get him for three drafts, so I'm taking him this time. How Listen, much
1: Did he- I take? Uh, Robbie Ray, like our producer, Mr. D Train.
0: <laughs> you see how the you see how D Train did not get in this draft. Uh, <laughs> he, he was not having like uh, he was not having that with us again. So he was probably scrambling because uh, the the screen share broke on me there. But um, who were you asking him price wise? I, that crone on, on Fanduel. he's 2800 bucks.
1: oh yeah that's tasty. he's
0: 28 vargas is 31 and uh lacastro is 25 so you get three value bats uh batting in the top five in chorus field against jeff Hoffman.
1: yeah they'll be they'll be popular
0: all right oh yeah so if you guys have any questions about the slate throw them in chat we'll answer the questions um Man, you took Donaldson. Like, you know, it's not like it's easy going over here. Somebody already take Acuna, too? Someone took Acuna right Man, away. Man, I'm not stacking the Braves again. I'm going to take pitcher this time. Um, Learned my lesson last time. I am I gonna was take,
1: going to, but, God, I just don't want any of those top ones. Like, no I'm, and- oh, I'm taking Pablo again. <laughs> I, I like Pablo more than Nola and Syndergaard, as crazy as it sounds.
0: Yeah, in this format, probably not as much. Uh, yeah, but I right. still, like – you know, I got to gotta send good vibes to my boy Pablo tonight. Like, I know he's going to be, if not 100% close. Do um, you have any hot takes for PGA? Do you play the PGA, Big T?
1: I do. I uh, don't have any hot takes yet, though, because I haven't really dug in too much yet. I got to build my teams tonight.
0: Yeah, uh, my research consists of what is STL and Notorious saying, and um, I'll build my teams from there. I was happy to see Uh,
1: Noto have a big week last week, because he's always the best for the information.
0: Yeah, dude crushes it. Um, Any interest in the Marlins stack today? I think it's the wrong slate for the Marlins. Just I like the Marlins on
1: slates where I don't love a lot of offense, or I need to like fill in some value guys. Today, I don't know, they scored a bunch of runs yesterday, which I know doesn't mean anything today, but... I would I just like these other offenses even like I said like Houston like the White Sox I could make a case for. I just think that I like too, many, too much of the offense to go down to Miami on a on a slate like this. I just don't think you need it.
0: Yeah, I was messing around with a stack of Arizona and Snell on Fanduel and like Austin Dean and Garrett Cooper are kind of interesting. They're both under 2500 batting first and second. Yeah. I don't think Bumgarner is good is as good as he once was and those guys don't bother me like dean is a guy that's actually pretty good uh, i think he's like third in hitting in the pcl this season so like
1: gotta be better than dean seven eight nine oh four
0: well yeah you know i feel bad like you know people have to listen to dean on the next show but um yeah like i don't mind dean and cooper anderson but i'm not stacking i think the most i'd run out of those guys like two on one team um yeah. I don't hate it, though. Um, Bumgarner's a 116 favorite against the Marlins. Like, that tells you everything you need to know about the Marlins in this spot. It
1: tells us that Pablo's going to be the GOAT is what it
0: tells us. <laughs> Devin said, uh hope Robbie Ray doesn't do well tonight because if he does, there's going to be victory laps like you've never seen before.
1: So, Listen, so we I'm don't gonna... have to worry about those. He's not even going to get picked in this draft, so <laughs> we don't have to worry about it in this draft.
0: Yeah, um phillies could be sub 10 percent. are they too risky with the weather um i'm still waiting on roth Um, uh, i'm gonna wait for roth here he's on crunch time with cardi at 6 15 um i like watching crunch time they really he really hasn't done an update on the late slate yet so i in roth we trust for me um I, I if roth says it's good to go i'll play i'll play it if he doesn't i'll probably pass
1: what's the deal with
0: uh this pitcher from the Cardinals. He's terrible. Um, he, his ERA is like, I know ERA is not a thing that we like, but it's like really, really bad in the minors. Uh, so um, I, I did a lot of research on him last night. I'm pulling up. I think I still have the tab up. So let me look here really quick. He's not good. Let's just say that. Um, he's like uh 16th prospect in the Cardinals organization. Um, he doesn't have, like, overpowering stuff outside of a fastball, which is fine as a left-handed pitcher. If you have a good fastball, you can, you know, make the run in the majors. Uh, I'm drafting guys that I just like now. I'm just stacking Baltimore against Carpenter. Um, so, yeah, like, A this season in 39 innings, he has 39 strikeouts, which is perfectly great. Um, his whip is one56 um his ground ball rate is only 38 percent with a 49.6 percent fly ball rate um high walk rate uh strikeout rate's fine but the thing that always stands out to me about a young pitcher in triple a big team this dude has a 2.5 home run per nine in triple a um and he's going into philadelphia hitters ballpark against a team with a bunch of power like it just screams home runs to me
1: yeah and the high total and it sticks off the page too like Philadelphia with a 5-7 implied is massive in a normal, just a normal type game with nothing crazy in the atmosphere. Like sometimes at Wrigley we see massive totals with the wind blowing out or cores or some of these. But this is a normal stadium, massive total. That tells you all you need to know. Then you throw a stat like that out there, it just leads me to believe that Philly is a great stack. But it leads even more to this slate, man. Like there's a lot of offense on this slate we got to find some pitching outside of Snell and Snell and Bueller. I think the Lopez's might be my two guys for the cheaper range.
0: Yeah. If, if like, if Tampa wasn't hitting everything right now, Trent Thornton would be a little interesting, but. They just, just murder, man. They just crush. Yeah. They're crushing the ball right now. So. You know, slight interest, like you said, Renardo Lopez. I have, I had a slight interest in Kevin Gaussman, but this total opened, I think, at nine and a half and it just keeps climbing. So, probably going to pass. Yeah. Probably going to so pass. Yeah, pass on Gaussman. Um, don't really like Syndergaard. You know, we talked about that. Um, do we have any interest in like John Means going up against Detroit? Like, if we're searching for the bottom barrel stuff?
1: I don't hate it like he's been decent and at times like detroit is so bad at times that i think you can stream pitchers against them every day and means has been the best pitcher for baltimore most of the season so i, I don't hate it and it's gonna be super low on too with this weather if we get the okay or even the semi okay i don't mind it at all
0: yeah it'd be I, like give me that late start um this game is gonna start in like a delay or something those are my favorite games to take a because people get so worried about the weather, but if yeah. they're delaying the game, they're gonna wait. They're gonna wait it out a couple hours before they call it. So, um, yeah, that would be that'd be what I'd want to see when I'm looking at like a guy like Means, and you know he's cheap, like and he has some K upside. He's facing a team that strikes out a bunch, so you know it'd be interesting to see, like you said, what his ownership is. But like in cash games today tony it's just snell and pablo lopez for me uh and i don't see any way around that like how do you play something else in a cash format it's
1: just those are the two clear guys and I, i mean i guess you could play a different cheap guy if you really wanted to but snell i don't know how you don't play snell
0: all right i got a baltimore stack going on this draft They've been making me some money against left-handed pitching, like Alberto Mancini, Nunez. They've been really good against left-handed pitching this season. Um, I'm trying – I was trying earlier today to make that, like, three-man work on the back end of a a stack. So, certainly something that I'm going to be looking at. Another team, you know, we talked about stacks earlier. I don't mind Baltimore. You know, Broxton's in there and, like, that if that weather is going to be okay, it, it's 85 degrees in Baltimore. That the ball is going to be jumping in Baltimore too. And Broxton
1: hits bombs too, man. He he's in a great spot. But he might be one of my favorite plays of the slate. Is like a plus one type guy.
0: Yeah, um, I, I don't mind him. Um, he's cheap across the industry too. So, um. all right, last teams here, Tony. You ended up with Renardo Lopez, Donaldson, Swanson, LaCastro, Swihart. Um, yeah, like I like it um a little bit of arizona a little bit of you know atlanta like all all of our teams are pretty much the same on these uh three drafts so i always uh, end up taking the same
1: guys i can't help myself
0: well i'm picking in the same spot three times in a row i think i took i think i had seventh pick or eighth pick in all drafts so i took pablo lopez freeman alberto mancini nunez a little baltimore stack there the worst part
1: about the format too is if we got to pick first and second we would have the same hitters like it's just how we wouldn't have freeman but we'd have the same like group of hitters because it's just the type of guys we're taking but we have to take a crappy pitcher instead of a good one
0: what are our thoughts on the white Sox royals game stack before we get out of here yeah, I mean, I, we just named all kinds of
1: offenses. I don't think I would go there. Definitely, I'm definitely not playing the Royals because I kind of like Ronaldo a little bit. I mean, I could play the White Sox, but they just haven't shown the same upside as they have in past years. And I don't know. There's just so much offense on this slate. I don't think he should be forcing other teams.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of with you there. I don't mind um, Yada, Alonzo, Moncada, um, Glenn Sparkman's not that good. Um, we're going to probably see the bullpen, and like I still think like Ian Kennedy's in the bullpen as a long reliever Oof. for Kansas City. Like I, I like the White Sox side of this game more than I like the Royals side. Um, I'm warming up to playing a little bit Renardo Lopez today um, because of the slate. But yeah, I like the White Sox side of things. I don't think Sparkman's that good uh 2859 on DK like that is a tasty price. Yeah, it's cheap, man. M- makes it work. Uh any final thoughts before we get out of here?
1: No, it's fun. I, I like the on this format. I haven't done it in a while where we can just hang out and talk a little and just kind of BS a little bit. <laughs> it's fun.
0: Yeah, I'd break down the slate every morning, so like, you know, doing it this way just kind of zoning in what I what I like um is is always really fun. So We're going to get out of here. Dean and Jeannie for 07. Grant and Dean. You know, Grant, make put Dean in this place. Like, give him the business here. Uh, They're going to be up next. Um, And then um, Kevin Roth and Derek Carty, you know, crunch time at 615 in premium. So make sure you guys are checking that out. That's going to wrap it up. Thank you guys for watching. We'll be back next time. Good luck in your contest. We'll see you then.
2: What's going on, Golf Addicts? David Barnett here of the Tour Junkies, and this is the Roto Grinders PGA DFS Sherpa Show. We are your Sherpas, myself, Pat Perry of the Tour Junkies, guiding you through the PGA Tour and DFS on Fantasy Draft. This week it is the Memorial 2019 from Jack's Place at Mirfield Village. Near Columbus, Ohio, it's a great golf course. Par 72, 7,400 yards. Par 5 scoring matters. Strokes gained approach. Greens in regulation. Iron play hitting into these very undulating, that means this, uh, greens at Jack's place is very important. And getting up and down when you miss those, also very important. Fairways are pretty easy to hit. Scoring is about average across the PGA towards a strong field Uh, you got some good players here it's an invitational so less players than normal and top 70 and ties make the cut let's get into it and talk some tournaments over on fantasy draft to start it off i'm gonna go with a guy who i really love this week in all formats cash gpps don't care if he's chalky, don't care if he's not, just don't care. Hideki Matsuyama, I've been riding all season long, and he's been paying off. He scores fantasy draft points. He's a past champion here at Jack's Place. He's 11th in strokes gained approach over the last 24 rounds and 11th in strokes gained around the green over the last 24 rounds. Hideki's iron play is supreme. Okay. If the putter is working, he could run away with this and win by five, okay? That's just what can happen. He's only 16000 on Fantasy Draft. You get a nice price break. I think that's fantastic for Hideki. I'd roll with him in tournaments or cash lineups. I'm also going to give you Jason Kokrak at thirteen seven on Fantasy Draft. Jason Kokrak seems to be a little forgotten. He was the hot item previous to the PGA Championship, but he's made every single cut this year. He's not missed a cut. He doesn't have great history here at Mirfield. That's okay. He's a different player than he has been in years past. He's just not the same Jason Kokrak that we've known that's not played well at Jack's Place. But right now, he's 14th in stroke-saint approach over the last 24 rounds and 12th in greens in regulation. I think his ownership's going to be suppressed a little bit as people have kind of gotten off of him. And I think he's just an easy play. I think he could easily top 5, top 10, and even win here at Jack's Place. Listen, You've got winners like William McGirt, Jason Duffner, and David Lingmurth at this golf tournament. I mean, if those guys can win, freaking Pat could win. So speaking of Pat, let's hear from him. What you got,
3: buddy? What's going on, golf addicts? Pat Perry back with you again from the wonderful wine cellar of the Tour Junkies to give you my plays of the week for the Memorial Tournament. yes. Muirfield Village, love this course Jack's Place, as they call it It's going to be a great week Got a fantastic field, so I cannot wait to get started I will start with your picks, though Just got to make a few comments, David I am definitely with you on old Hideki You've been on them all year I just don't, I don't ever think you're not going to play them um, So whatever on that one Jason Kokrak, I don't know. I'm not really big on him this week. I think his time may be out. It may be time to jump off of that train, get off the bus on Kokrak, but we'll see what happens. Who knows? Maybe you'll be right this week for once in your life. Um, anyway, so I'm going to start with my fade this week, and other than Kokrak, it's actually going to be Justin Rose. Yes, at 16.8 on Fantasy Draft. He's the third highest priced player and I just don't see a whole lot of upside for him when it comes to his price. I think he's going to have de- definitely have a little bit higher ownership this week, and we just haven't really seen all that much out of Justin Rose. He's kind of been up and down this year. As a matter of fact, the best finish he's had was a third place finish a few weeks ago at the Wells Fargo, and that was when he said he didn't even know what his swing was doing. And then all of a sudden, he goes out and you know has a good has a good outing. But other than that, really hasn't done all that much when you think of playing the guy who is the third highest priced guy. I mean, that just it's too, too pricey for me. Also, not checking the box and scrambling. Par 5 scoring, you got to score on these par 5s out on this course. They are definitely gettable. He's not checking the box there. Or proximity. These are very difficult undulating greens. You've got to hit them in the right spots. you got to hit it close to the pin. He's not doing that at all. So, Justin Rose will be my fade this week. The bone play, I'm going to go up one notch to Tiger Woods. I love him. Look, you know what? I know he missed the cut of the PGA Championship. I'm throwing that aside. And we've typically seen this year his ownership has not really been all that high. So we you pretty much have gained a little bit of an edge by playing him most of the year when it comes to ownership. So, I like Tiger. You know, he checks the box in ball striking. Also, strokes gained approach. Huge, huge this week. This is a second shot golf course. Got to check the box there. Also, scrambling. Here's the deal. Again, these greens are very small, so they can be tough to hit. And even though he's hitting greens on the reg, when he, when he does miss them, he actually checks the box in scrambling as well. So, he's getting up and down. I like that. Always tends to putt well and be comfortable on bent grass greens. So Tiger Woods will be the boom play of the week. The flyer is going to be Matt Every. Yes, Mr. Hot and Cold himself. Look, this guy's been on it. He's had a good year. He's made six of nine cuts. And in all cuts that he's made, all six of them, he's finished in the top 20. That's crazy. So he's maybe, maybe a little bit of hit or miss. I think he's going to be a hit this week. I like him. He's also top 35 in the field when it comes to strokes gained approach, par 5 scoring, and proximity. So Matt Every at a 12-2 on fantasy draft I think is great value, and I think this is a week where you might want to have that strategy, that studs and duds strategy, and he fits the bill there. So Matt Every is going to be the flyer play this week. There you go. David, I'm going to send it back to you for your flyer play And any final thoughts, comments, nuggets on the Memorial Tournament? All right, uh,
2: finally, I am going to give you a scrub play at 12,400. Corey Connors is hardly a scrub. He's a first-time winner on the PGA Tour this season. He won the week before the the, the Masters to get into the Masters. He played well at the Masters. It looks like Corey Connors doesn't care if he had not seen a golf course before or not. He just plays well. He's one of the best iron players on the PGA Tour when you look at it. He's 5th in strokes gained approach over the last 24 rounds and 1st in greens and regulation. He's an incredible value at 12-4, and I think his upside is actually a win. Again, William McGirt, Jason Duffner, David Lingworth. I think his upside is a win. Top 10 is very doable, and at 12-4, that's incredible. I love Corey Connors. Thanks for watching. Hey, in the comments below, we talked about one person you would pay to attend your funeral. We talked about that on the podcast this week, the Tour Junkies podcast, that you can listen to anywhere podcasts are found. Leave in the comments below who's the one person you would pay to attend your funeral. and Go back and check out the show and listen to who me and Pat said. Pat's is weird. I'm just going to say it. May your screens be green. See ya! Hey, thanks for checking out our videos.
4: If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist. Thank you What is going on rotor grinders dean here it's dean 7804 if you want to get all tactical on I me mean, it's five o'clock on the east coast two o'clock on the west coast four o'clock tennessee time which of course which is time for the flagship show here at rotor grinders it's called grinders live it's sponsored by fantasy draft and joining me today it's one grant nefer grant how uh, you're thirsty out there i imagine is that what's going down in the on the west coast
5: i lost a bet bobby um and <laughs> i i don't know if cardi actually took my bet but i'm gonna pay it anyways so i thought, I thought i'd give people a little lesson awesome today well, what do you, What was the bet Tell the people? Um, I think I had one actually made sense. It was Montas over someone. Um, Cardi, I was just going real ballsy, trying to get him to go into the bet, was Plasek over Price, hoping for a mid-innings delay, so the potential for him actually to win. But, yeah, that didn't end up working out too well either.
4: You know what the great sneaky move is? Is like with the potential rain lurking, you get that cheap CGSO. If a guy's been, it was like five or six innings, they just call the game. You have to get that every once in a while. It's hard to predict that. Incidentally, uh-huh. by the way, it's, it's a, I guess you're not old enough to remember, that's a, that's his, uh I think his uncle. It wasn't his father, but Dan Plesak was like a former All-Star for a couple of years. I guess you're not aware of his existence?
5: I, I might have been, honestly. I'm not good with names or faces.
4: <laughs> are you? I, I'm not watching your videos. Should I watch it? Are you going to knock this out or what? We have a countdown. And...
5: Do, I, I guess I have two. I guess I can do one early and one late.
4: You're double fisting it?
5: I mean, I'm I th- not sure if I lost one or two
4: bets, but... Yeah. I mean, and it's a win-win for you either either way, because you're, I mean, when are you not thirsty, right?
5: I mean, I'm always thirsty. I generally don't drink beer too often during the week, though.
4: Hey, side note, I saw on the Twitter machine the other day that there's, like, hail in Denver. Is your car okay?
5: My car's actually fine. I went outside, and my brother just got a new nice car, and I walk outside and see, like, slightly larger than gumball size hail coming down, and there was about two inches of it in 30 minutes, and I go outside, I'm like, okay, well... We
4: both need new cars
5: now. This is going to be great. Woke up in the morning. like?
4: Did did you get pelted with it? You kind of like stand out there for a second or that that was not uh, something you... uh... I
5: didn't. I was going to, but I was in bare feet because it was two in the morning and I was just standing out on the front porch. So there was an overhang above me. And every time one bounced off a wall or a wood post or anything and hit my foot, it was very painful.
4: Yeah. I would imagine so. I'm fairly certain I've never been in hail, but I've I've been outside in a hurricane, which is another terrible idea. I do not advise that to the kids at home. Or anybody, to be perfectly honest, but uh, you know, being from Florida, you gotta have some kind of hurricane story, I suppose. But uh, and I su- I'm still here, survived it, all good. But and hopefully, and everybody else is fine in Denver. I didn't see it was it a disaster of any sort, or it's basically uh, you know minor damages.
5: I, I I wasn't paying attention to what you just said.
4: <laughs> all you care about is yourself and your car. <laughs> oh man! Uh, um, I mean, it was it was
5: only thirty minutes of hail at two in the morning. There was weren't too many people outside.
4: Fair enough. Um, speaking of weather, weather's going to kind of dictate the slate And Of course, you guys are going to want to lean on Roth, see what he has to say, what's going down weather-wise. He'll, of course, update it later on during crunch time with Cardi. Uh, that, that kicks off at, what, 6.15 on the East Coast. If you guys are premium members, takes you guys all the way up the lock. He'll update it throughout the show. Uh, we got some dicey situations. I'll go ahead and copy and paste. I'll drop the weather link to you guys in chat right now as far as the forecast earlier. I imagine he will update that shortly, uh, soon enough. And, again, he will update it more in real time. Uh, on crunch time but last we saw here we got yellow orange in Baltimore we got orange yellow in Philadelphia uh Coors is yellow orange we can't have nice things tonight because all the places uh at least that I'm looking at as far as the sticks like not all the places but most of the places uh the weather is dicey to some degree Grant and you know we're kind of at an impasse we're kind of like just kind of in a holding pattern where I guess we'll discuss these things under the assumption that they're going to play but who knows
5: yeah yeah no it was kind of interesting last night I ended up splitting my cash game teams because I was worried about the Phillies game. And so not having like Hoskins and Harper and Goldschmidt and Ozuna in my cash game lineup uh, really just kind of destroyed me uh, over on at least one site there. I couldn't back out any of the games that I had already filled. And so I went with the one without Philly players. And I think I ended up putting up 55 points. It was terrible
4: yeah it was weird because i was making lineups last night and i had like one offs like oh i can make a one-off of azuna but that makes no sense why would i play azuna in a one-off either all in or all out of that game because of the rain potential uh and i think ross said on uh crunch time is like a 25 percent chance give or take and it's hard to say like percentage wise obviously but he was saying there's a legit shot this game getting canceled and uh you know this grant obviously if you're gonna put it's dumb to play a one-off in that game where you know it might either you're all in or you're all out right and that kind of hurt my lineup building uh you know structures last night and it didn't really work out too well for me what are you gonna do hey it's it's dfs grant it's daily fantasy sports we don't care about yesterday we don't care about tomorrow we care about tonight uh as for tonight by the way grant do you rock the rg badge the the avatar there and then the around the dfs circuits and on the I 27 do. different sites you play on
5: uh i do i think i have them on every single site there i remember one day like i just went through every site i played on trying to figure out how to how to make put my badge up there and i think i got them all in I'm glad that was the
4: badge, correct? The badge. Yes, correct. During the pre-show, we had a... All right. That's a, that's a, little, that's a joke just for D-Train, I suppose, our fabulous multitasking producer. I mean, it's a beautiful badge. It is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Devin, uh, while he's multitasking, he's over there in the, uh, the, the the YouTube world. If you guys are watching us on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. We much appreciate that. If you're asking questions, we'll do our best to answer it. Uh, most likely, at the end of the show, Devin's going to be copying and pasting and throwing his questions here in the Rotor Grinders chat. And if you're at YouTube, just join us at Rotogrunners. It cuts up the middleman. It gives the key train one less thing to do. Uh, as far as what's going down tonight, the reason why I asked you about the badge grant uh, is because tonight we're running a contest very, very specific as far as the site. Devin's dropping the link in chat right now. If you guys play, I believe it's the $12 DraftKings web gem. Whoever finishes at the top of that, whoever anybody who finishes at the top and you're rocking uh, the RG avatar, you automatically win yourself some Rotogrunners swag, which I believe consists of a hat, and a shirt, which I imagine, Grant, you know a guy and you already have these items.
5: Yeah, yeah, no, I was just uh, in the office that you, my office that you generally take. <laughs> and yeah, you know, I, I may or may not have taken a decent amount of
4: things. We had to get the, we had to exterminate after you left. I just, we'll just leave it at that, I suppose. But uh, yeah, oh, we also want to congratulate. We ran a contest last week or so. Let me go ahead and find this note. Who was it we're congratulating? Uh, oh, uh, Judge Landis. Uh, i guess we can't find judge landis judge landis is no longer uh, available uh check your rgdms you won yourself some swag last week i believe you won yourself a hat and a shirt we need to get an address from you do you know who judge landis is do you know do you get that reference by chance it sounds so familiar it does and it, it, it took me a second i'm like yeah that's the guy uh this can't be the guy because this guy's passed just it was judge kennesaw mountain landis i believe who uh he was the he was the guy that, that was on the the court for uh the black Sox, uh the, the white Sox scandal in like the 1920s or something like that there you go right. so that's a really weird reference but that's a. Uh, there you go <laughs> hey dean i know 904 is a dumb name too right and judge landis is much better why why is it 904
5: why why do you have that name it was my college email and yeah so like okay it's, but yeah i have 07 behind my name because i graduated high school in 07 why would your college email be 78904
4: I don't remember if it was random. I don't remember if I was trying to be clever about something at the time. Honestly, I don't know. Uh, are I wish I had a are there floor.
5: really that many deans that went to
4: <laughs>
5: UFC? Whatever that, whatever college you went to, UCF. Yes, I. We, I,
4: I minored in martial arts. I went to UFC. Uh, no, uh, University of Central Florida. We're the national champs. Get put some respect in that name. Um, yeah, but it's still Florida. Yeah, it is. That's that's a reasonable retort. <laughs> yeah, it's Florida. Florida man um that's always a fun google you ever google Florida man and just see what comes up it's always yeah,
5: good time. google Florida and then your birthday Florida man then your birthday and
4: always hilarious <laughs> I'm sure it's something that it's like a game of Mad Libs it just goes wrong for sure uh we have a nine gamer tonight uh let's go ahead and dig in I suppose I think it's pretty clear at the top as far as the, the, the you know the best picture on the slate I don't think it's a conversation it's just a matter of salary cap I suppose but uh, we are, at least I am, uh, I'm prioritizing uh, Blake Snell. Uh, what, what are your thoughts as far as Blake?
5: Yeah, he's good. He's the best on the slate by far. Uh, Toronto has a 2.73 implied team total here. He's good against both sides of the plate. He's an incredible pitcher, 37% K rate, sub-3 XFIP. I mean, what you, you should have him in probably every single lineup The chances of him getting blown up are just not good. And there's not too many high upside pitchers. Um, there is merit to Fangman tournaments. Cause I'm assuming he's going to be like ridiculously owned. Um, but I, I still, I might, I'm probably going to go in a hundred percent. on it. It's, it's that simple. It's a good matchup. But he's a good pitcher. He's the only ace on the slate. So, Outside of Fandle, where it's only a one-pitcher site, i, I say you just go all in.
4: Well, the weird thing on Fandle, what kind of opened up. If you looked at it last night, if you're kind of building lineups, I was trying to figure out, like, make. It, I want to make a lineup with Blake Snell and make it look pretty good, and it was pretty gross because there wasn't a lot of discounted players over there. But what happened is the Diamondbacks said, like, you know, uh, we're going to just throw a bunch of cheap guys out there, and the, the bench guys and the D-backs are not particularly uh, expensive over there in Fandle. The really, really popular lineup is going to be on Fandle. You're not being sneaky. If you have yourself Snell with like four cheap buying backs, just a heads up, uh, that's that's your cash game build for sure. But for tournaments, obviously, maybe approach it a little bit differently, or your other dudes better be different for sure. And uh, as far as ownership, I'm taking a peek here. Obviously, Jimino and the team—they're they're projecting ownership all the way up the lock, and it's it's uh it's ever changing, it's fluid, as one might say. Uh, and hey, we'll take a peek at this maybe later on in the show there, Grant, or we'll show the uh, Ross Weatheredge, something like that. We always give something to the people, let them know what's going on as far as uh. One of the pieces we have at premium beer currently 39% owned as far as Blake Snell. Is that kind of where you're at? You think that's a reasonable number you think you're going to be over You think you're going to be under what's your thoughts?
5: I mean, I'm probably going to be over, but I think that's a little bit low. Um, should I drink this already? Consid- oh, I,
4: yeah, knock it out.
5: All right. That didn't go. Well.
4: Oh, That I, did I, not go well. What just happened? I was, I was too busy re- re- refreshing Did you my mustache somehow. <laughs> what, yeah. what, what, what flavor beer was that by chance?
5: Coors Light. I'm in Denver now. So.
4: So, okay. Here, can I ask this random question? You said, Coor, you said Coors Light. I know Nicole who does a lot of the, uh, the, the, the the extension work and things like that behind the scenes here at Archie. She lives in uh, Colorado as well. And I've heard her say Coors, but she says like Coors Field. Is this a debate? This is this like a local debate in Denver and Colorado? Do some people say Coors, other people say Coors? Is Nicole an outlier? Am I just hearing it weird? I have no idea.
5: I have no idea what you're talking about. I think it's just different. Like it's different areas of the country say things slightly differently.
4: Well, that's what the one area though is what I'm asking about, and that that's that's their home. You know, that's I figure they they got home field advantage. I assume they would know the names, but uh, yeah, okay. I mean, if is lurking, feel free to clarify. Maybe I'm just hearing it weird. I don't really know, but it was just. Maybe it's just me, uh, but I could have sworn that it. It, it coors is how she calls it. But uh, you, you're understanding everybody says coors.
5: I, I don't. I don't care. I don't think it matters. <laughs> you say pop or soda, or do you call it Coke?
4: Yeah. So and yeah, the, that, that that's a regional thing too. Obviously, in uh in Florida, uh, I grew up in South Florida, we called it basically like you know a Coke, and then they'll say, "Well, what kind of Coke do you want?" And, go, and like then that kind of thing. It's like you have like a follow up. But I think pop is like Midwest, right?
5: Yeah, so, pop's Midwest and. I think, like, Pacific Northwest. I mean, I grew up saying pop my entire life, and I'm from the Pacific Northwest.
4: Well, there you go. I don't know. The people in the chat are going to chime in on this for a short This is the important things in the slate. How do you, how you say, uh, you know, a soda beverage? And, uh, you know, how you say cores? This is this is what you do on a nine-game slate. We talked about Blake Snell. Blake Snell is just an awesome, awesome play, uh, matching him against Toronto. This Toronto lineup, obviously not very good. Uh, Snell has crushed him, you know, in a small sample size. He's crushed these guys at least the ones you've seen so far before for what it's worth. There is some hesitation because he doesn't have a leash of a guy like Scherzer. They're not going to let him go like 115 pitches, but assuming he's fairly efficient, he should go six innings and strike out, you know, eight or nine or something like that. And as far as the projections, I'm actually right now currently in the uh, the lineup HQ. I'm curious what we have as far as the prop total for K's uh, eight and a half. Take a stand. If, you, if you're on the, the sharp side out there, Grant, you swipe in for left. Wait, I don't know which is left, which is right, but, are you going over or under eight and a half K's for Blake Snell?
5: I'm going, I'm going over. Um, it's a little interesting whether he's going to go that late into the game. Obviously he can be efficient. Most of the time he's going to be right under a hundred pitches in pretty much every outing. Um, still 36% K rate with a plus K rate matchup. I think that he's going to end up with nine, but it, honestly, I don't have a strong take either way.
4: Taking a peek as far as the Toronto lineup, by the way, this, there's a lot of Ks here lurking, 26.2% collectively against lefties. That's your standard lefty. That's not Blake Snell. Uh, you know, rally rally Talese, when he's not hitting the ball, he's striking out 37.5% of the time. Drury at 30%. Jansen at 25%. Davis at the bottom of 30%, small sample size. But uh, there's a lot of Ks here to be had. You, you just got to love Snell. I think in your cash games, I cannot see a, ra- a way around it. You just must play Snell. Uh, Two-pitcher slates like DK, like fantasy draft, <sighs> you know, I want to make Bueller and Snell work, Grant, but that's probably not going to happen just because we live in a world of a salary cap. And, you know, this is the slate. Are you hoping another beverage? Is that what I'm hearing in the background? i you to
5: some background noise.
4: How about you're waiting to the end of the show? Like, what, What's happening here? The
5: yeah, numbers... I'm just going to let some of the carbonation go down. Uh, you know, a good thing with chugging is less carbonation makes it easier because it doesn't get caught up as much in your stomach. So getting rid of the CO2 early is very beneficial for speed.
4: You're like the Joey Chestnut of chugging. Like you have all these specifics that I was not aware of. Uh, some insight that the, the people out there are definitely going to put the good use of their next tailgate party for sure. So uh Pablo Lopez seems to be like, like that's uh, looking at the slate last night, digging in today, and then they kind of jump around the industry and reading what people like. And Pablo Lopez is going to be really chalky today as an SB2. And like, you're not supposed to play chalky Pablo Lopez, but he's at home versus the Giants who are terrible, protected by a nice ballpark. He's cheap. He helps you get the sticks you want. Uh, He's a mix for a nice pairing with Blake Snell. And, I mean, are you on Team Pablo Lopez as well? Because that's – I think that's where my cash games are leading.
5: I mean, I think you – like the very, very obvious build in cash games is Lopez and it's Snell. Like, Mm -hmm. they're not 100%. If you're playing cash and you're playing those two guys, you're just hoping that not 100% of people do. It's that simple. They're the by far – Two best options, Pablo Lopez playing in Miami with a dome close against a not good (laughs) San Francisco Giants team that strikes out a decent enough clip with a projected lineup here, or the current lineup, I think, sorry, out. Um, He's got a decent K rate, good ground ball pitcher, low walks, like everything that leads to a lack of volatility in terms of runs and everything that leads to a bit of upside on a per-dollar basis, considering his price. So Lopez is a very obvious cash game sp2 tournaments i think the pop, best ev move is to fade him entirely
4: that that's you're supposed to do right in tournaments i'm probably not going to do it i'm definitely going to have some in tournaments like, i throw my cash games in tournaments too just because and sometimes that's like flip like one player sometimes i just can't kind of keep it as is depending on um give me the pivots away like also the leverage move is you're supposed to roster the other side but like i'm not rostering the giants against probably maybe like a one-off or something like that but they're just terrible you can have yes yeah, script it's i mean Yes, Grimbski's grandson, uh, Pilar, still hanging around. One of the Duggar kids, uh, you know, panic. He doesn't strike out, but he also doesn't, like, hit the ball hard. Uh, Posey's long in the tooth, back end of the bell curve. The ditto with, you know, Panda. Uh, I guess belt is kind of sort of somewhat interesting, but there is an opportunity to cross the first base. Uh, give me the pivots away uh, from, from Pablo Lopez if you're not going to roster him. He's, he's going to be fairly chalky. I
5: mean, so I just want to go off on a little tangent first. Yes, the optimal move as a leverage play is to – pivot onto the opposing bats for the far chalk pitcher, but you pick it in the right situations. Let's say that, for instance, Ronaldo Lopez, he's, by the way, my tournament pivot. If he were the chalk, like chalk SP two today, it's obviously a high leverage play to play the opposing offense. He gives up a whole bunch of hard contact. He can get a little wild. Like you want to target the opposing pitcher way more if they are a guy that gives up a lot of hard contact, gives up bombs and gives up a lot of walks because Pablo Lopez might end up with negative five points. But in that scenario, chances are he gave up one home run and just a whole bunch of base runners real quick. Ronaldo Lopez potential if he gets knocked out with minus 10 points, he probably gave up three home runs and walked five guys in the first two innings. So that that's just a little bit like when you're using game theory like that, there's times and places to do it. And, I don't think today he is although he could anything can happen It's baseball it's just not high EV play to stack up the Giants because they're not a good team and there's a terrible ballpark in terms of upside. Uh, but anyways, pivot off of him, Ronaldo Lopez. So he's look at his numbers and they're not good. He's not good. No, his numbers aren't good. And we also said the same thing about Giolito last year. You remember that?
4: Well, he's a new guy this year, yes.
5: I mean, Ronaldo Lopez is kind of the same scenario. These White Sox a lot of them have been drafted based on their high potential Ronaldo Lopez has a fantastic slider uh, which is case in point look at his K rate versus righties compared to lefties has a like some really good stuff and it's interesting I think we have the Casey lineup out yeah so there's one two three four five uh, lefties in the lineup which drastically is a detriment to Ronaldo's upside but you look at his their numbers against sliders which is something I don't always do but like a beneficial thing to do is sliders often cause like bigger than average splits. And if you look at a team on how they do versus sliders versus righties, it's trash all the way up and down. The righties aren't going to be good. And none of the lefties are really that good versus righties. So Mondesi, not great. Uh, Nicky Lopez, not a huge sample size. Billy Hamilton's not good at all. um, Just as an actual hitter. O'Hearn's pretty like very heavy, whiff rate and same with Dozier so I'm really really heavy on Ronaldo Lopez today just strictly the fact that they don't hit a slider well which is his out pitch and the fact that the lefties in the lineup don't really hit it well too and have a decent whiff rate on it like makes you think that the strikeout upside is high here I mean we've seen him as high as 13 14 strikeouts in a game throughout the season he has 25 30 he has the same upside almost as Snell in all reality. Um, I'm
4: spelling another terrible beer bet, by the way. I, I, are you saying
5: Ronaldo Lopez? Oh, if you will do a beer bet with me, I will bet you that Ronaldo Lopez outscores Snell.
4: Oh, my I, – I mean, That's I don't know. sufficient wanna, odds. I mean, I don't want to do this, uh, but I, I, I suppose – I mean, just to prove a point, uh, I mean, there's no way – I mean, there's a way. But, like, there's no way that Lopez outscores Snell tonight.
5: Yeah, no, it's probably uh, – a. <laughs> one in 15 chance, I guess. Yeah. Honestly, it's, it's not nearly as bad as people think. Everyone, People have an inability to guess the odds on things in most scenarios here. And Raul Lopez, one out of every 10, 12 times, is going to outscore Snell in this type of matchup just because he's incredibly volatile, but the slider's on. He has huge strikeout ability. Plus, this is baseball. Literally anything can happen. I mean, what happened to Grom when he was facing the Marlins, when Dean said that they scored one run over the last week, what happened that night?
4: He got outscored <laughs> by every other,
5: that. yeah, got outscored by every other pitcher on the slate. This is baseball. I can happen. think it happened. There's
4: a word called variance grant. And one game sample sizes, goofy things are going to happen, of course. And like Lopez this year is what a disaster. What, what are we
5: doing today in DFS? Is it one, one day sample size?
4: Correct. But like, you know, it's, we're, we're trying to project the best case possible and, the, the likely scenario is that, you know, Lopez isn't very good. He's probably, like, okay, but, like, not good. Uh, but, like, that's it's about survival, too, when it comes to SB2 as well. You're not, your expectations aren't particularly high. Uh, this year he's averaging over two homers per nine. That's too many. His Ks are about league average of 21%. Uh, too many walks as well. Uh, you know, the weather it suggests the ballpark's going to play a little more fairly for, for pitchers for what it's worth, and it's already, already a pretty cavernous ballpark, so maybe he's protected – uh, by that to some degree, and a guy like Gordon or a guy like Solaire won't necessarily bang one out, but at a warning track, you know that that's a way he can survive, I suppose. He's been a little bit unlucky as far as left-on-base percentage, I suppose, and the ERA kind of speaks to that. His ERA is six oh three, and his Sierra is only five ten, but uh, like he's not been good. And I'm not ready. to – Gialito is like legit turned things around, and I'm not ready to say that that's going to happen for Lopez just yet. Maybe you're ahead of the curve. Oh, side note, I know you love your White Sox. Last night we were at the Sounds game solitary tier you know who was there i bet this guy who won you like probably a lot of money matt davidson was playing how about that
5: gosh i love that guy yeah i i, I figure you'd be a, has him listed it as a pitcher i think texas <laughs> was thinking about using him as a pitcher because he's got a filthy curve if i remember correctly
4: in in uh in spring training he, he was he was trying to become a pitcher and like you know he could like a poor man's otani or something like that but uh i guess it's not working out and he didn't pitch last night but i wonder if he's pitching in the minors i don't know uh give me some other pivots here as far as pitchers, because it's a nine-game slate. There's just – I don't think it's very deep. There are some names out there. There's Syndergaard. I'm just I'm not excited about Syndergaard versus the Dodgers. I know you're getting a slight discount on it. but And he's also been bad, like, in good matchups. This is a bad matchup. Uh, and maybe I shouldn't be over-exaggerating how he's been bad, you know, in good matchups and small samples. But maybe Thor is just not as good as we want him to be. Is that possible?
5: I mean – so it's interesting digging into his numbers. Like there's no reason that he should have a five ERA. Like there's no reason at all. 3.62 X fit this year. Like the K's are there. The walks are low. The soft contact is some of the highest in the league. No, almost no hard contact here. Not a lot of fly balls, big ground ball pitcher. So there's one of two things that is probably happening. It's either he's getting incredibly unlucky or he's tipping his pitches. Um, which I don't know if he's really tipping his pitches. There's, he's, He throws basically five pitches. What pitch do you think is getting just absolutely destroyed? From center guard? Yeah. I don't know. It's fastball. It's uh, sinker, so pretty much the same thing, um, or similar enough. He's giving up a 438 Woba to lefties and a 399 Woba to righties here. It's not something that should be happening. Terrible ground ball rate on a sinker which probably shouldn't be happening on a sinker regardless uh like it's meant to be a pitch where you end up hitting on top of the ball there and induces more ground balls so you look back into his past numbers I've done way too much research into this today uh high ground ball rate with his sinker and it's just been getting absolutely destroyed so either he's tipping it or it's just a bunch of variants here so I'm kind of on the variance stream. I'm probably using Syndergaard. I think that he's the pivot off of it. No one wants to play him when he's going against the Dodgers. And, I mean, that makes sense. Obviously, he's a bit worse versus lefties, and this Dodgers team is very good. But I don't care. I'm, I'm going to use quite a bit of Syndergaard
4: tonight. His K-rate versus lefties is league average. Look, at, it's 21.7% this year. And it's not that's, even that great for his righties, 26.8%. He's, that's that's spectacular.
5: That's fine. He can still go. He doesn't walk a whole lot of guys. He can still go later on to games. Um, and he's going to go pretty low. I mean, let me double check ownership here. Um, he's going to be around one fourth of what Snell is going to be.
4: Yeah, but rightfully so, I think. But I get it. I understand why you'll do t- And you're not advocating it for, for cash games. You're obviously stuck on yeah. tournaments. This uh, is a
5: tournament pivot, literally all year long, by just pivoting off of the top owned guy every single slate to the lowest owned ace and you're going to be up huge amounts of money.
4: We uh, we don't have the official Dodger lineup just yet, but as far as the projected lineup, we fire the old plate IQ. We're looking at 18.3% collectively as far as striking out for his righties. That's uh, not a positive number for, from a Syndergaard perspective. and uh, They also walk to a great degree at 10.4%. So uh, they're a patient team. Uh, you talk about Syndergaard as far as his numbers and how he's been unlucky. That's definitely true. 330 BABIP on the season that should be definitely – Uh, You know, he's been unlucky as far as the BABF department, especially when you factor in the hard hit rate is 29.3%, which is, I think that's the lowest in the slate amongst all the pitchers going. Uh, The Sierra, of course, kind of speaks to that as well at 3.69, and he's got a left on base percentage at 64.5%, and part of that is probably because he lets people steal bases, I would imagine, and part of that's probably because uh, it's unlucky as well as Homer the fly ball, a little high as well too, but um Look, I get it. I get it in tournaments, and we can have the same conversation, I suppose, to a certain extent as far as NOLA. What do you think about NOLA today?
5: Um, a lot of the line movement uh, that I've seen is actually going pretty far towards the Cardinals, so I'm not really big on NOVA today. The uh, The weather out there isn't really conducive for pitchers, um, <laughs> if I remember correctly, looking at the weather edge tool. Or anything. But, uh, actually, no, yeah, there's 40 games, and there's less home runs, so weather's a little bit better for pitchers but still a lot of the Vegas line movement's kind of going towards St. Louis there. Uh, Vegas doesn't really have a huge amount or a lot of the sharp money doesn't have a huge amount of respect for Noel so far this season. He hasn't been as good as he has been in the past. There's a lot of good hitters over on the St. Louis side which I know Nova's been better versus righties than he has versus lefties and really all we have is Fowler and we have Carpenter over on the other side that are lefties here but these are good hitters and a lot of them don't strike out at a huge rate. NOLA has been very wild this year and there's a lot of good at or a lot of good bats that walk at a huge clip. So I I'm more on the St. Louis side, but I don't think like the problem is the weather obviously. NOLA is not going to be owned at all because of weather. Yeah. Then, I mean there's not really a huge leverage spot going up against him.
4: I, it it doesn't look promising as of right now, but who knows? We shall see. And I think they play tomorrow early for what it's worth. Uh, I didn't mean to skip over, and we kind of mentioned him in, his name in passing, but, you know, he, he seems like also a pivot, or he can double down and just kind of like really, really punt some bats to some degree, and he probably can make it work depending on what kind of cheap he's laying in lineups today. Uh, Walker Bueller should crush the Mets, right?
5: I mean, most people should crush the Mets right now. Uh, but, I mean, he should. He's kind of turned it around a little bit. He started off the year fairly, fairly poorly to say the least. And yeah, kind of fixed things a bit. In terms of actual talent, he outside of Kershaw, he's probably the best pitcher on that staff for talent. He's had four straight games of over twenty points here. This Mets lineup is not fantastic versus righties without a lot of the guys. I mean, they have Conforto back, but with a lot of the guys still missing from the lineup here. I mean, currently. Looking at the projected lineup, 335 woba is just all right, 180 ISO, and almost all that has to do with Alonzo and Forto. Um, but outside of them, they're just not a great lineup with a decent, with a lot of strikeouts in it. I mean, you got Frazier, Gomez, and Hectoria down at the bottom, and then of course Syndergaard, who's not a terrible batter, but he's still a pitcher. So Bueller is another guy that you can obviously pivot off of Snell in tournaments, but I'm guessing Bueller is going to be fairly heavily owned. I'm, I'm assuming a lot of people in cash are just going to go the Bueller-Snell route um, and just pay down for a lot of hitters?
4: Well, that's what I'm trying to make work. That's the first thing I'm going to try to make work, but if I can't make that work, I'm going to be perfectly fine stepping down to Lopez. Uh, that's sort of my thought process right now. And it's depending on how lineups crack. Uh, maybe that cheap catcher for the Dodgers, he's still super, super cheap on DK. He's super cheap on, on Fainstraft as well, too. You don't know, have the roster catchers there, obviously. We don't with Dodger lineup just yet, but if he cracks it, that'll kind of make things a little bit easier. Uh, you know, if you read Cheese's Million Dollar Amusings today, You know, the book says, you know, don't play Robbie Ray when he's chalk and play him when he's not chalk. And I don't expect he's going to be chalky tonight because he's playing in cores. And he actually got a good lineup to pick on, too. Of course, there's story in Arenado. But from a K perspective, 25.8% collectively this team against lefties. he got Tapia leading off at 32%. uh, Reynolds, uh, old man, 31%. Dollar, 33% lefty on lefty crime. Uh, If you're making a certain number of lineups today, like four, five, six, I think you should make at least one Ray lineup. What say you?
5: Yeah, I'm kind of right there with you. I mean, obviously, over in Coors, what we target is guys that, like, throw a curve a lot, which Ray does quite a bit versus righties here. But there's enough lefties in this lineup here where he's going to be relying on a slider, on his fastball, on the movement on it. Um, And, like, so he can just destroy this Colorado lineup, or he can get hit really hard. It's that simple. He's a guy with a 12% walk rate this year and a 40% hard hit rate this year. Going into Coors, if they're hitting the ball, then you're, he's just screwed. Um, but if he's not – if they're not hitting the ball, if he's getting to that 30% K rate, then he's going to cruise through this. He's not going to have almost any ownership, even though he could potentially be the highest-scoring guy on the slate. I mean, we've seen guys over in Coors just absolutely mow through lineups here. The ball doesn't break down nearly as much as it does in other stadiums, but um, like, if you're pinpointing your spot and throwing a slider and a – fastball quite a bit and those are your two main pitches you can still get a whole lot of damage done because if they can't hit the ball then you know you have a chance to score big there you go bold but proclamation <laughs> i mean that, that's basically it it's, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things where if you're pitching to contact it's a little bit worse to be over in Coors. but if you're a guy with a good slider and a good fastball you have a better and a good changeup. you're better uh getting through the lineup than you are if you just rely on making contact like a guy like Mikolos where the balls are all being put in play, regardless of if they're going ground balls or whatever, they're still traveling or exiting the bat at uh, the same velocity, but they're not getting beat up or slowed down as much by um, the thinner air. So there's a lot more chance for hits and plus the bigger outfield, all that blah, blah, blah. So strike a strikeout guy like Ray actually fits in well for tournaments for um, guys in cores
4: umpire data sprinkling going through we'll go ahead and shut in the premium peak in a second for, if we're gonna do that are we done with pitchers ready to move on as far as, as, far as talk about the sticks i know we're talking about the pitchers we're also talking about the hitters but we do have to start talking hitters as far as the slate as well too and it's a nine gamer i think it's pretty well uh obvious i guess as far as the hitters there's some like some some that's kind of crossing out for the most part but any more pitchers for you or shall we talk uh sticks
5: i mean yeah let's talk sticks because i'm really not too happy about the umpire data
4: oh boy yeah yeah Ronaldo lopez you might want to cross it well then we'll see how you react to that uh curious to get your take on it but well, we'll show that in a second that's one of the extremes of course and if you can't piece together concept context clues we'll stick around but it's pretty clear what we're saying uh your favorite catcher today
5: oh gosh i didn't i forgot that we're actually gonna go uh we do
4: hitters we go around the horn here it's the flagship show
5: honestly again i don't pay a whole bunch of attention anytime you talk uh i don't know <laughs> forest catchers i don't know um Yeah, sorry. I was not prepared for this already. Uh, It's Swihart. It's that simple. Uh, The lineup that the Diamondbacks put out, he's batting six. He actually has some pop. pop. Hoffman is a terrible pitcher, and he may have tried to fix things in AAA, but he's not been good in his first start back. He was playing over in Coors. So the two Coors guys, 3.7K, both of them, they are the obvious ones to go to if there's not a problem in that philly game in terms of weather then real Muto is obviously very much in play but we have to worry about the weather or you can just play down with maltonado considering that there is that extreme hitters umpire there at 2-9 but i mean anything other than that like you want the two coors pet catchers if you're not going with them then you just want to round out your stack
4: yeah i mean i don't want to pick on Thor necessarily but if uh, the genie if will smith makes an appearance he's still 2k on dk uh he had a nice night last night he probably if he plays tonight he'll probably bat eighth once again but you know, you want to make it as cheap, as painless as possible on, on catcher sometimes. And especially if I'm considering doubling down as far as Bueller uh, and Snell and just, you know, paying up those two arms, That, that that's kind of a way to make it work. Again, no Dodger lineup is cracked just yet. Uh, give me a dude that's going to homer as far as catcher and give me somebody off the board that's going to homer. How about that?
5: I mean, Contreras, I guess, is coming in at 5% ownership going against Miley. I mean, he gets a lot of ground balls, but Contreras has some pops, so I'm going to go with him and then... Off the board, Kurt Suzuki is going to hit a bomb. I know that he's generally a pretty big lefty masher. Hey, Cardi. Um, but Gaussman throws a good splitter. He's big reverse split, so I'm yeah. going to Suzuki.
4: Yeah. Um, all right. So as far as um, – so, and that team total for Atlanta is now close to six. That's actually creeping up all day long, and that's kind of a sneaky big number. And, again, if you pull up the, the weather, it's for Roth, it's like – there's not a lot of data at that ballpark so there's no official data at least last i checked of course it's constantly refreshing so maybe there is a similar one that, that's happened like not too long ago but it's hard to read but roth of course will tell you what's going down if you guys tune in uh, it's
5: 91 degrees that should tell you not is that it's hot 90, i mean I, I believe that's hot uh not the biggest greatest dew point in the world but it's 91 degrees <laughs> it's generally
4: pretty good hitting weather don't sleep on the dew point, Grant. Uh, first base, so uh, is that what we're looking, Freeman? Fat flat Freddy. You see somebody that kind of jumps off the page for you? Of course, you know, if that game goes, and I hate keeping on the, saying the same thing, but you got to like Goldie is super cheap, and Hoskins on the other side against Genesis Cabrera, by the way, which is, that's a real person. I saw, I watched somebody. He, he actually exists. He'll be throwing baseballs, I believe, for the first time in the majors. This seems like a really, uh, what's the opposite of a soft landing spot here in Philadelphia? Uh, Hoskins, I know that's your boy on the other side. Uh, what, what are you doing as far as first base? Is it Goldie? Is it Hoskins? Is it Fab Five Freddy? Is that, is that kind of what's jumping out for you?
5: I mean, so Mark Reynolds, I uh, believe, in the lineup, yeah, batting fourth, going against the lefty. Always a chance he could get pinch hit for, but anytime you get a Coors bat in the heart of the lineup, the 3.5K, I mean, I'm guessing that he's going to be the huge chalk. I think that it's not a bad idea to go with him cash, even though he might get pinch hit for, but tournaments, uh, you're probably better off fading him. We have Freeman, we have Hoskins, obviously, but that game is kind of up in the air of whether it's going to get played or not. So listen to Roth there. But both those guys, huge amount of power, good conditions. Either one of them can take the ball out of the park. Uh, Kevin Crone is the other guy. He's in the lineup. Guy had 22 home runs in Triple A, I think, in 52 games. So just a lot of power. Obviously, CJ Crone's brother. Outside of them, I mean, you can go with Alonzo, who's still due for some huge positive regression and still priced at three um, I'm a big fan of the Tampa Bay stack, so I like Choi here. Not into Adams. He's going to get a decent amount of ownership, I think, because it was price tag, but Gaussman is a very big reverse splits guy and strikes out guys at a huge clip. With the umpire in the KC game, I'm kind of thinking about Hearns. Hasn't been great this year. Lopez – Big revert or big splits. And Hearns is a guy with a lot of power going up against Ronaldo Lopez, who walks a lot of guys. So guys might be on base and can give up bombs.
4: Uh, Crone is one of those cheap guys I was talking about on FanDuel. He's like 2 8 over there. He's gonna be yeah. super, super popular for what it's worth. I'm not playing on FanDuel
5: today because Arizona just makes it way too easy.
4: Yeah, but like, then you can, can't can you leverage that though? Or you just think Arizona's gonna crush and it's just kind of a bad idea?
5: I mean, I could, but I don't wanna.
4: <laughs> okay you're an adult i'm not going to tell you what to do grant right? hey um, hey that's what i say i know that's it's, it's, it's a callback uh i don't think adams is gonna be popular on dk for what it's worth i think on fandle where he's cheaper maybe but i don't see him being super popular today necessarily maybe i'm wrong on that read um by the way we see db in the chat talking about cheese yet yeah, last night uh cheese won himself a seat on, on dk for a live final so congrats to cheese and not just congrats to cheese for that but congrats to cheese because alabama has a uh, past dfs so I guess uh, you know that his coffee shop he visits every single day does. And didn't his uh, son graduate high school or something? It's been a good week, or a good month for Cheese. Good for him. Congratulations all around. And I believe Big T is still winning the giblets over there. He uh, won himself a live final on Fanduel last night. So you're on the clock, Grant. It's up to you now. You got to keep
5: that. I'm just, I'm just going. playing on crashing it.
4: <laughs> I'm you going
5: to be down, down in San Diego? I just have to figure out how to <laughs> how to dress like someone else so I look. at I'm going to try and mimic my look exactly to big t and okay we'll kind of kind of go in at the same time i'll i'll, I'll copy his little badge you
4: gotta get a candy cigarette and like can you can you do like a country draw of some sort
5: um I, I, i'm i'm gonna get one of those voice modulators and <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah like direct from the scream movies or
5: something Just like that scream out giblets and windmills all the time keystone position second base what do you have for me i mean with the extreme hitters umpire, with Nicky Lopez's price, he's probably going to be the top option there. Obviously over on FanDuel, the suing Vargas is very, very cheap, um, or at least way too cheap. So he's batting second. He's going to be a fairly chalky guy. I'm a huge fan of Lowe. I am a huge fan of Lowe today. Thornton, pretty extremes. Are you shaking your head at me?
4: You're such a huge fan of the guy. You don't know you don't know how to low, pronounce
5: his name. Low Lowe. There's <laughs> literally... But go ahead. They're spelled the same. I will pronounce them the same or whatever I want. Lau, same thing. Uh, but he's like, I'm a big fan of the Tampa Bay stack. Thornton has huge splits. Not good versus lefty. Lau has some big pop here. Good numbers. I really, really like him today. Um, if you want to spend no money, yeah, Castro is 2.5K. I've given up on playing him uh, just because – I get angry every single time. Even if I get five points, I'm like, ah, oh, great. That's a great point per dollar. I'm still not happy about it. No chance at a home run most of the time. I just, I, I'm sick of it, especially. He's actually me. a big BBP guy
4: against Bumgarner.
5: I oh, saw. yeah, yeah. I, How I, many I, home runs does he have? How many home runs or walks does he have?
4: I have no idea. I, look, I, zero. I, know, I know Team BB, BBP is on it, so. Whatever. No,
5: you read Allen's post. Yeah. And, yeah. That. Which he <laughs> stated, zero home runs and zero walks.
4: Look, I'm I'm not the BBP truther. I, I don't I don't carry oh, that. No, I was
5: just saying, I was just testing your testing your reading comprehension. How did you <laughs> teach our youth in your younger years with this reading comprehension?
4: I don't. I've been fooling people for years. Apparently, um, all right. Let's move past second base. It's kind of gross here. And you know, I might play again if you want that double barrel lineup. As far as uh, you know, rostering Bueller and pairing him with Snell, uh, I don't mind playing Castro. I'm okay with that. Uh, what do you have for me at third base, the hot corner? Brian's back for what it's worth.
5: Uh, well, Brian's going against the lefty, right? Did I get that right? Yeah. Against Miley, Brian against lefty has very good numbers. Nolan Arenado's going against the lefty. Very good numbers. Outside of them, there's not really a whole lot of guys I want to play. Nola, if the weather is all right there, Nola obviously pretty decent splits. Carpenters still priced at a 4 price at 4.2K. Moncada going against Sparkman and then the – I'm guessing Sparkman's not going to go late into the game we didn't really talk about White Sox too much we didn't bring up Sparkman but he's not a good pitcher and then the Kansas State bullpen is not good at all so going with any of these White Sox is not a bad move on a slate where there's four or five teams over a five implied team total and some approaching six implied team total so Bobby don't worry I'm doing it again um and then Alon or Alberto not a terrible play I'm Carpenter's just terrible so any of the Baltimore power bats we didn't really talk about him too much either when you don't talk about pitchers for 40 minutes things go a little bit differently
4: on the show I always forget well when you're talking about the pitchers you're also talking about the hitters
5: yeah and, and I know the reason why you do things Dean doesn't mean I like it <laughs> um Escobar like it's essentially the two cores. guys are the top plays from a raw points perspective I don't think too many people argue that but if you want to go off the board Bryant's obviously there Carpenter's there. Moncada. Outside of them, I'm just rounding out stacks. There's not really anyone I'm terribly into.
4: Vegas is telling me I should be interested in Josh Donaldson and the matchup against Anibal Sanchez. Historically, uh, you know similar uh, arms, righty versus righty power, he yields. So I guess Donaldson, I know he historically won him against lefties, but uh, maybe he's kind of sneaky. And again, this team total for Atlanta is around six. So and uh, it's by, I'm told it's, 60, it's 91 degrees there. I'm not exactly uh, sure of the dew point. I'm sure you can quote me on that. But,
5: 58.3. Uh,
4: there you go. Fire of weather edge from Roth. Uh, jump back to shortstop no Correa he's going to be out for three to four weeks or so this Houston team walking wounded for sure it's like the Yankees were a couple months ago or start of the season basically uh, the last man standing essentially uh, Tim Allen's Alex Bregman unless you want to count Michael Brantley I suppose but like baristics still there what it's you know Derek Fisher's leading off for them former point guard for your Lakers uh, what do you have for you as far as shortstop
5: I mean there's Coors again that's a little story obviously the option going up against the lefty here he is very good I'm a big fan of Adamas. Uh Going up against Thornton, guy it strikes out righties at a decent rate. Adamus batting seventh, but only 3.5K over on DK. And, like, the guy has some power. He's a good hitter, and he's going up against an arm that just can be taken out of the ballpark by a lot of guys. It's not a great ballpark. Again, I will keep saying I'm very much on the raise today. So Adamus is my guy, not for cash. I'm going to try and get up to Story or – uh, it was Marte up in cash, but in tournaments, I'm a big fan of Adamus. There, Seager up against Cindergard, 4K lefty versus righty, not great but not terrible. VR up against Carpenter. Like any of these Baltimore bats are decent. Um, outside of them, there's not really a whole lot of guys using.
4: them. Uh, Adamus, I want to be cheaper. He's been like he's promising and like he's you know supposedly going to be good, but he's not good just yet. But I hear you. Uh, you're just stacking a Tampa, and he kind of makes that stack uh, work for you, I suppose. Give me a dude that's going to home or it's short. Nadamas. Well, there you go. <laughs> I just kind of prompted that one, didn't I? Uh, what do you have in the outfield for me?
5: I mean, a lot of guys. Akuna in that game. Almost uh-huh. a six-implied team total. Um, not really a huge fan of the of the Colorado outfielders going against a lefty that strikes out lefty. He's a huge clip, but uh don't mind adam jones obviously he's in the best spot and probably the best batter in that lineup swyhart we already mentioned that catcher but he is outfield eligible over on dk here castellanos too cheap going up against means who has a platoon split very good hitter there there's the philly guys i'll keep mentioning them they're all in good spots but they are all probable because of the weather so you wait for roth there Jimenez big or decent power back going up against sparkman for a few innings and then the terrible kansas city bullpen broxton is a guy that i'm hugely hugely in favor of today uh guy that we always target or always want to target going up against a not great k pitcher and anytime he has a platoon split here carpenter an 18.5 percent k rate guy gives up a Decent amount of hard contact here. rocks if putting the ball in play, it could very easily leave the yard at any time. It's been played over in Baltimore. And another thing, look at the weather edge tool. There's only four-game sample size for that game, but the actual hitting conditions are not too bad. High dew point, high heat. So I uh, really like Keon and Mancini.
4: But smash the over. Whoever, what was it, one and a half, two and a half, as far as dew point references today, that was a lock. I don't know if – is there any inside information going on there? But that definitely – uh we're at like four or five at this point i suppose we haven't really talked a ton about that baltimore detroit game what are you doing with it because you mentioned a few players there now finally uh 10 total like and you know pitchers that we don't necessarily respect i guess means by default is one of the better baltimore pitchers how are we handling this game
5: um so yeah means is not a very good pitcher looking at the vegas data data um they're kind of they're heavy on the over a lot of the sharps and they're heavy on the detroit side so Means, just not a great pitcher. Much better versus lefties than he is versus righties. 29% K rate compared to 15 versus righties. 155 plate appearance size this year. Um, so not good versus righties. And we have eight of them, I think, in the lineup here. Obviously, a few of them with some power here. Castellanos, Dixon, Rodriguez, Goodrum is a little bit better from the other side of the plate. But, I mean, even Goodrum or Stewart. Uh, who are obviously better against righties than they are versus lefties. They're getting a decent amount of that Baltimore bullpen that's not very good. I like a lot of the Detroit bats. I like a lot of the Baltimore stacks. I might not be stacking. like I might not be stacking Coors much. I'm probably not stacking the Braves that much, even though they're by far the best raw points plays on the slate. I'm kind of going towards more of these games that there's cheaper hitters in or and not as much for Baltimore, which is re- weird to say, but there's cheaper hitters in or just going to be completely overlooked like
4: the Rays. Assuming the game isn't canceled by the time they can line up, so I'm definitely going to have at least one Philadelphia stack against the uh, Genesis Cabrera. Uh, all right, give me one dude that's going to homer in the outfield as like a guaranteed lock, like lock of the century, uh, and one guy off the board.
5: I mean, a, my favorite guy to homer is going to be Meadows. Um, I don't know. I, let me give you a cheap guy trying to find some sheep here uh, because I'm not just trying to go obvious like you. I don't like to take the chalk every single time.
4: (laughs) Uh, Keon and Meadows. (laughs) All right. I'm firing up uh, the old screen share. Going to give the people a peek as far as what's going down at lineup HQ. As far as umpire data, we kind of sort of teased that before. And the one that uh, had you a little perturbed over there, the extremes kind of throw me off, kind of throw you off as well too, I suppose. And the guy you were talking about before as a pivot for tournament plays, uh, is Ronaldo Lopez. He's got himself an extreme hitters umpire. How much, if at all, does that change things for you?
5: I mean, it changes things a bit, obviously. One thing we worry about with Ronaldo Lopez is his high walk rate and going up against a guy that uh, has the highest walk rate or uh, umpire that has the highest walk rate or unadjusted walk rate since 2017 is not something that's that beneficial. And also the lowest K rate, it's not great. Obviously, we if we're going with an extreme... Uh, Umpire, we kind of want some uh, guy that is going to be just not consistent in his calls. And I think that um, Carlson's a little bit more consistent than normal here. So it does not help. I'm still going to use a decent amount of Lopez, but it's going to be tough to do. And I think I'm going to pivot a lot more over to Pablo Lopez at slightly more, even though he's going to be fairly chalky, there's enough value out there where people might be a little bit more on Bueller and Snell as a combination rather than Lopez and Snell. So it, it, the umpire data is concerning, like, literally one of the few pitchers where it's concerning about is Ronaldo Lopez.
4: Uh, Played IQ premium scores. We see Snell popping, which kind of makes sense, then Bueller, then Ray, then Noah, then Thornton, which is kind of interesting. As far as the ownership percentages, as we're doing this, start loading up your questions in chat. we got about 10 minutes or so before you step aside and get out of here, make way for crunch time with Roth. Roth, was gonna, he's going to tell us it's going down uh, as far as the weather, and that's very, very important. That's going to dictate a lot of things tonight on this slate. Uh, you're going to want to see what he has to say. Crunch time, 615 East Coast, all the way up to lock time with uh, one Derek Hardy, the aforementioned Derek Hardy. Uh, as far as ownership, we talked about Snell being heavily owned. There you go, 40% popping, 32 as of right now as far as Walker Bueller uh, And Pablo Lopez and now Ronaldo Lopez are basically around the same at 27 30%. And I think the Ronaldo Lopez is also because of the price, obviously, because, you know, we have more of a salary cap and he's super cheap and maybe he can just survive and put up like his 12 to 15 points or something like that, which is Okay. Like that's not ideal, but you can you can live with fourteen points out of a uh, Ronaldo Lopez, right?
5: Yeah, I could live out of with fifteen points, with ten points, with eight points. Like I can still win a tournament with that. It's all about if the other guys around the same price range don't uh, don't do well, and if the guys near the top like Bueller, Snell, and Syndergaard, and Madbum, if they have bad outings, then realistically an eight point outing out of Ronaldo Lopez can help you win a GPP
4: yeah it's interesting we didn't really mention mad bum and he's facing the marlins and you're like we're contractually obligated to talk about the pitcher that's going to face don't the marlins. talk about the marlins every time you talk about how bad the marlins are they go out and score seven runs okay well they're still the worst team in baseball by basically any
5: statistical measure so okay. great let's bet that I, because you're saying this i bet that mad bum ends up in negative points it's directly <laughs> based off of my superstition of you
4: okay uh what are we wagering? this uh, is easy uh, money
5: uh, chug beer
4: Okay, he's gonna have positive points unless he gets like takes like a line drive off the head in his first play or something like that. And it's a single.
5: Man, when Lopez outscores Snell and Mad Bum ends up with negative points, you're gonna get drunk.
4: <laughs> uh, he's not a very likable guy, but I don't want that to happen to him necessarily. And it's funny, Bobby's in chat. He's talking about how Noah Syndergaard Thor has like a, you know, I know it's a different number as far as it's minus one fifty, but you know Syndergaard's got a five and a half prop, just like. The aforementioned mad bum, just like Kevin Gaussman, just like Ronaldo Lopez, just like Trent Thornton. Uh, I understand he's at the toughest matchup there, and he's got a bad matchup from McKay perspective, but still, like it's just kind of shows that maybe Center Guard's a little bit more of a name than the numbers actually suggest. You know, but again, uh certainly in play for tournaments. Fire up those questions there in chat for us. Got about nine minutes or so, knock out as many as possible. If you guys are watching on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe, jump on over here to the rotor grinders chat. If you guys are asking questions over there. He trained. He's going to copy and paste those and throw them here in the roto runners chat. And If you guys are already at the roto runners chat, ask your questions. Grant, you ready for questions? I've, I've been ready for like seven days. Would you include DJ Stewart in your Oriole stack? I mean, you can. I'm
5: pretty sure it's priced cheap enough. The Oriole stack is strangely enough too expensive today and he's one of the cheaper bats. I'd rather go with Roxton, but like, it's it's tough to fit, which I didn't think I'd have to say this all year long. It's tough to fit VR Mancini, Nunez, and Dwight Smith Jr. all in your stack and still have a chance at Snell.
4: And the uh, brothers Lopez. Yeah, that's, that's how you get there, right? Yeah. Uh, pick one team, Orioles or Tigers?
5: Honestly, for tournaments, it's probably Tigers.
4: Uh, would you punt Jansen to fit in the bats on, on DK? Any interest in Danny Jansen as, as a punt today?
5: I mean, yeah, he's two point one. That's a little tough. Have we gotten the
4: Dodgers lineup yet? Yeah, we want Will Smith. I mean, I, I don't want to pick on. You're basically going to get a zero there. I mean, you never know. It's baseball, yada yada yada. But uh, I don't want to do that. It doesn't sound yeah,
5: good. I don't either. I'm going to just double check some things. Um, I mean, realistically, you're better off just punting with Starlin Castro at second. I guess it's not. Neither of them are great options, but.
4: Yeah, I mean, look, if, if I can get Castro and, and somehow Smith cracks that lineup, uh, I think you can have a good time as far as making lineups picks a little bit easier. We got a uh, VR and Nunez for FanDuel cash with Story as utility. So would you play two shortstops in your cash lineup on FanDuel, that's Story and BR along with Nunez?
5: I haven't looked at FanDuel too much today, but um, the fact that you can fit in multiple Diamondbacks at cheap prices, if you can fit in both VR and story that's not a bad idea at all
4: are those guys cheap I don't know if they're cheap necessarily look I mean I'm starting FanDuel cash from a Arizona Diamondback perspective because at least three of those guys are super super cheap and maybe you're already having a lot of I'm not really sure but like Lo Castro is leading off and he's like you got years. Will Smith nice there you go getting uh, I was gonna do a getting jiggy with it but I held back there first na,
5: na, 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 na.
4: <laughs> gonna bust that with some summertime um all right so um yeah, FanDuel cash, uh, Arenado, and Story stack with Nunez as, as utility. What? Why Why Nunez? What are we playing Nunez for?
5: Because he's going up against Carpenter. They have a 5.26 implied team total. Nunez has some pop, more pop than Mancini. He's priced at 3.5K. Over on FanDuel, why would you not play him?
4: 3.5 is not a good price. There's much better players than 3.5. Uh, no 3.5 going up against Carpenter
5: in good hitting environment?
4: Yeah, it's fine. I don't need it. It's okay. I'm not going to discourage it, but that's like, you know, that's – that's like, you know, okay. I would guess you rather
5: play, Marquez or Nunez?
4: Because those Marcaikos? are options
5: around 3-5.
4: Well, I mean, I can, I can readjust and go for a twofer, like, you know, but uh, like Derek Fisher is 2.1K leading off on, on, on Fandle.
5: I bet you Nunez outscores both Story and Arenado combined <laughs> for a beer.
4: How hammered are you gonna? Are those beers starting to kick in? Because these are some terrible wagers. I've had
5: one, um, and the most, the biggest thing is I haven't seen you take one beer bet for me all year, so I'm giving you insane odds. I got water. Can I drink some water? No, no. These are all beer bets. I've got to win one of them eventually. So far,
4: you have three of the most ridiculous ones
5: I've ever given out.
4: I, I guess I'm taking, well, no, because then I have to drink the, I don't, I haven't drank beer in a while. I'm like on the wagon, so. If you
5: want, you can go with a wine cooler or a Smirnoff Ice. You can ice yourself.
4: <laughs> I, I'm not going to have a, a Bartles and James or whatever brand you're thinking of. You, you, you were,
5: oh, no, I guess you were in col- out of college afterwards. You never heard of getting iced?
4: No, I don't know that term. Getting iced? Yeah, oh, that's... so
5: you, like little bottles of Smirnoff Ice, the 5% like wine cooler type things you hide them in places and like the easiest one was always in a cabinet or a glove box at a tailgate and they're like oh can you grab some, that out of my glove box sure and they open it and they see the Smirnoff ice you have to get down on one knee and
4: chug it oh yeah I mean I'm aware of the existence of Smirnoff I don't know if it still does exist but I know it was a thing at one point but uh, I never dabbled I, I never looked at that bottle and said yeah that, that looks enticing I went, I know
5: that if, well I mean pretty much the only people that ever looked at a Smirnoff ice bottle and thought were was enticing were those that missed zima i mean teenage girls pretty much are the ones who drink
4: that's wrong that's illegal you're advocating breaking the law uh, uh they had
5: pick- off ice over in england the legal te- drinking age in england is 18 i believe it's that's
4: our export to england come on we can do better than that uh pick two Fanduel value plays you got fisher leading off you got hicks or you got Stewart.
5: hicks stewart or who
4: uh fisher leading off today for um for the, the astros because
5: and dual i'd probably go with fisher
4: uh swanson or turner at shortstop swanson or turner i if I'd you're back in atlanta take I'm, swanson I i'm mean,
5: going turner i had to remember for some reason i got that mixed up with philly i was thinking about the weather issues but there's no weather issues i'd rather go with turner galsman reverse splits Turner's going to be lower owned
4: feel free to add whatever context you want to this but the question is favorite starting pitcher
5: cash it's snell and lopez for tournaments it's lopez and ray Ronaldo lopez and ray
4: yeah i'll take the other one uh bobby's asking uh if you're playing beat the streak tonight who would you pick to get a hit um ronaldo lopez apparently you think he's the best hitter in the slate no not Ronaldo. what's the not ronaldo lopez uh i'm losing the guy's name ronaldo nunez
5: yeah. oh no no I'd, I'd take austin meadows uh lowest owned stack that's appealing to you braves you think the
4: braves are gonna be low owned?
5: they have a 4.7 implied team total it's a full run lower than like five other ones they're not cheap outside of lao and Choi. um so yeah i don't expect them to be heavily owned what do you think they're
4: gonna be owned i misheard you i thought you i, I thought uh you said braves but you say Rays. so that was my bad
5: all right eggs on your face that's what you get for not listening to me i always listen
4: no, i was listening i just i like, always
5: listen to you dean
4: <laughs> austin meadows is a one-off i like him as a one-off you like him as a part of a stack apparently
5: uh yeah i love the Ray stack the Ray stack will win the gpp tonight
4: that's a bold proclamation you ever dabble in the mike's hard lemonade that's they're talking about now in the chat
5: i used to when i was younger um just when i was around and that was the only thing i could get
4: Do they still make it is that still a thing
5: they mike's hard lemonade i think expanded to about 15 different products i think that mike's hard cider now uh which trend to bring cider to the american market since it's so prevalent over in europe
4: okay uh give me your favorite stacks. since you have, we, we kind of have them like a necessarily specifically talked about that just to kind of reiterate as we step aside and get out of here um
5: there's the obvious ones coors and the braves but i want lower owned guys tonight so i'm going with the white Sox and the rays just as two of my favorites
4: all right, before we step aside and get out of just a reminder that uh, jump in that DraftKings uh, tournament over there. Uh, if you guys, the, the one that's, you know, Devin's going to go ahead and drop the link. I think it's a $12 tournament. Whoever finishes in the, the highest, no matter where you finish, the highest person with the Roto uh avatar that's rocking it, you get yourself a free shirt and a free hat. Uh, and if you happen, this is the thing that happens all the time for what it's worth. If you happen to finish uh, in the top 10 in uh, bigger field contests with the Rotor riders avatar, you get yourself a free month of premium as well. That's something that's always going on. If you guys are not aware, check out in the forums for more information on that. Uh, Judge Landis, if you're out there lurking, check your DMs because you won the contest last week. And I guess we cannot, uh, we've not got a response just yet. Grant, give me something good before we step aside and get out of here and make way for crunch time.
5: All right, I'm going to drink this beer.
4: Oh, there you go. Knock it out. was it important did it pay off like letting it sit and ferment for an extra 40 minutes or so did it become more tasty i mean it doesn't ferment it decreases the carbonation <laughs> i don't know the technical come on science i don't know uh he's grant i'm dean stay tuned for uh i believe we have cardi and uh roth and you're definitely gonna want to hear roth that's to say not that you're not gonna wanna hear roth uh, cardi has to say but uh weather-wise there is weather lurking so tread lightly on that i'm dean enjoy the enjoy the rest of your baseball we're out of here Hey, kids holler